You you can start. Meh. After after five hundred, it's meh. <laughs> um. <laughs> hey. Well. Uh, 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 we're still screwing up it's, after 500. <laughs> nice. It's all. Stop, uh, it's all. Oh. Mi- it's all mihilled from here. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sneaky Dragon, episode 502. That is only. 498 episodes away from 1,000 if you are counting down. <laughs> Keeping score at home. If you've bought the uh, Sneaky Dragon Advent calendar uh, <laughs> with 500 little doors, uh, you will have diabetes by the time you get to that uh, last one. Unless you don't, it's fine. You don't have to get diabetes from chocolate. I was going to say, if you're just eating one little bit of chocolate a day, I don't think that's really no, that's too fine. bad. No, that's fine. I think you're okay. It's, you're, everyone, you know what? Everyone's okay, and everyone's okay. And by the way, I got a blood test back this week, and I do not have diabetes. Oh, you that's know, good. I didn't know if I did or not. Probably didn't. Uh, but uh, it was still nice to know. Nope. No, no, none of that. No thyroid issues, which also could have been a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was uh, It was nice. It was nice having a person sit in front of a, a screen and go like, yeah, it all looks good. And I was like, I like hearing that. <laughs> uh had to go up on one one of my meds a little bit more a little tiny bit more that's basically been it and uh, aside from that things are looking good good they were good it was a stressful kind of two weeks but things are all right now <laughs> uh yeah it's that uh, thing where you just go uh is this a problem or is this just being 50 something who knows mm-hmm. you know is this what's 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 this is this i don't know and uh you know you have uh you know you got you just need one doctor to go hmm and that'll uh, <laughs> give you two weeks of uh, of worries. Maybe maybe that's why I don't bother going. That's not the way to solve the problem. I think it's I think that's the best way to solve. I the problem. don't think that is either. No, I think like if you have like a burnt out light bulb in your house, you just don't use that room anymore. Right, but the room is the the room is you. Yeah, you just don't use that part <laughs> of the room anymore. We can't walk away from you. You can just ignore it. If the burnt out light bulb is your heart, that's not, uh, by the way, that is a great country song. <laughs> down, down, and I want down. you to screw it in. What? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Long story short, if you're following uh, my thing, I went, to, uh, I went to get something checked out at the doctor. The doctor went, hey, you should go to the emergency ward. I was like, what? And I went to the emergency ward. Uh, they took some blood. Uh, then they sent me another place and they took some more blood. And uh, a lot of uh, putting uh, wires on me, mm-hmm. and uh, and then um, uh, the 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 thing that I get a tiny bit emotional about was getting the echocardiogram, which was because they had the screen there, and I think I brought this up. How you see your actual heart there? You didn't, you didn't talk about this. Yeah, you. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, let me just long story short you and take it to the end of this. How about but, long story long? This, uh, I've got I've got AFib, which means my heart beats irregularly, P- but yeah. that does not uh, that does not cut down on your life or anything like that. What that does is increase your risk of stroke. And uh, again, long story short on this, because I'd like to just you know before I get to what I'm talking about, let you know I'm okay. Uh, there's like a scale of basically one to six of uh, danger of a stroke, and I'm one. I'm at one, and uh, it could be zero, but because I've got the AFib, it's 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 at one, and it basically means one one on that list to change numbers and really confuse you. And I'm going to change them again and really confuse you. It means there was a two percent chance that I could have a stroke, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I'm on blood thinners now, which take it down to. 
uh, less than 1%, which is basically what everybody has. So it's, it's completely normal. Um, but my, the one thing that's going on with me is my heart beats too fast. Okay. So now it's uh, taking a drug uh, to kind of uh, t- tone that down a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, bit of a humble brag there. That my heart beats too fast? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a roller coaster thrill ride. Which again isn't that big a deal, and it's something I've kind of had for about ten years, off and on, and we're right now just gonna like try and take care of it. So, uh, as I, as I mentioned on previous shows, what I'm doing now is I'm exercising every day, uh, I'm swimming or walking every day. I'm, I'm doing a pescatarian diet uh, with my wife, which was nice when I was talking to the cardiologist this week, and he was like, we recommend a Mediterranean diet. And I was like, I'm doing pescatarian. That's even better. All right. Yes. Then we recommend that. That's what we recommend. Forget what I said about Mediterranean diet. What's a Mediterranean diet? Mediterranean diet is really not a lot of red meat. It's uh, olive oils. It's it's, uh, chicken and fish, you know, as your proteins, and then lots of fruits and vegetables. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Because uh, the Mediterranean folks are immortal. Is, freaking immortal. Is that right? You look it up. Basically, when it comes down to you know diets, the Mediterranean diet is about the best one. Huh. Um, so yeah, I spent the last two weeks at various different uh, clinics, uh, getting scanned and getting X-rayed and getting this and getting that, just to double check everything because I'm lucky enough to live in Canada and we can get this for free. Mm-hmm. Which, trust me, I appreciate. <laughs> But one of the things I did last week was an echocardiogram where you lie down and you, uh, uh, you know, give you a little goo on the chest and, uh, and then run a scanner over you and uh, get the sonics up there. But, but the thing that was uh, kind of emotional for me was uh, you see your heart on the screen. Hmm. And it's not in black and white. They have like kind of a color image. Yeah. So you just, see your, you just see your heart beating. Wow. And there's something about that where you actually see your heart beating and it almost feels like, I, it's like, I don't want to say like a child, but it feels like something you want to protect. Like huh. you see it and you're like rooting for that little heart and you're just like, <laughs> oh, you just like really, yeah. you really like this this part of you that's keeping you alive and you're just seeing it and it looks so vulnerable there and you're like, I got to take care of this thing. Uh, and yeah, I got really choked up seeing it. It was, it was, it was interesting. Huh. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and yeah. So, uh, yeah, after that, it was just like, okay, well, you know, like I mentioned on last week's show, I don't want to be one of those people that has the incident and then changes their lifestyle. I'd like to change the lifestyle and uh, before the incident. <laughs> sure. I'd like to flip that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, this week, I went in to the cardiologist and got the news, and I was also... You're always concerned when someone takes a lot of blood to just like, how's everything? Because I've had some doctors in the past that have given me some goofy advice uh, and told me things that just weren't true. Uh, but this time, everything was okay. Like I had a doctor tell me I was anemic, and I wasn't anemic hmm. at all. Like yeah. the numbers weren't anemic. I was like, yeah, I'm just worried that you're anemic. And I'm not. Look, this number. He just mispronounced your name. Oh. I they, say Ian, but he got mixed up. Yeah. And I've had doctors who have gone on big, long rants about the dangers of apples. What? Yeah, I had this doctor. This was one, oh boy, because I had a thing. <laughs> we're just going to start with this shit. Like a couple of years ago, I, I, I lost quite a bit of weight intentionally. I okay. lost about 30 pounds. Yeah. And uh, it, it all came sort of from this one doctor who made me feel like I was going to die. Like, not because of like, you know, you're, you're, you're not taking care of yourself, but she would just do a lot of, huh. And things and look, and it just like by the end it was like, oh, I really feel 
oh god damn I, I felt really stressful and then i lost i lost this weight yeah and what i didn't realize was your body's got a thing in you that you know if you lose weight it goes hey you're gonna you're dying you're losing a lot of weight you're dying you should you should eat right yeah. now yeah because uh, if you don't you're dying and it will just tell you this yeah and luckily my sister-in-law had been through this and knew exactly what i was going through and she went your body's lying to you right now and, and you're going to feel like you're dying and you're not <laughs> I'm like okay that's that's good to know but this doctor that started me off on this went on this big long rant about like oh don't even start on apples if you have an apple you might as well might as well just have a candy bar just have a candy bar there's so much sugar in it <laughs> you know the only thing worse is bananas god damn bananas if i could get rid of bananas i would and just like, wow, this doctor really stands by that apple a day keeps the doctor away thing. Like, really <laughs> takes it, takes that shit serious. And then there was a, another doctor who was like, you know, when we were healthiest was when we were like on the Serengeti and we had to run and catch our food. That's when we were the healthiest. And it's like, okay, well, let's look at life expectancy then. How was it compared to now? Also, you know, sometimes we were food, right? So, you know, I had one doctor that's like anti-bananas to the point where it was bananas. And the other one was like, you know, you really should just be naked running in the desert. That, that, that's, that's the health plan you should be on. Like, okay. Not, so instead, I'm swimming. I'll do that instead. Wow, you really... Uh doing a reversal like you're really like you're so mad at them you're doing the exact opposite yeah i'm going i'm going not, in the water you're not running you're not running in the i don't think the serengeti is the desert by the way but oh, i'm sorry where is the it's in africa right it is in africa but i think it's like a plane like a you know it's a where you see like zebras and lions running around for some reason i think that's desert but you're right it's not it's got enough greens mm -hmm. yeah you're right they're by a watering hole what am i thinking <laughs> sorry i didn't want to I didn't, no yeah. no it's fine yeah yeah it, no you can serengeti plane. <laughs> <laughs> or african splain either either way is fine yeah anyway that's uh that's my uh that's been that's my week and that's what just happened recently to me so now you're updated yeah well i mean that's what, i'm glad you got good news yeah it was it was good news that's hard did you walk out of the office with a skip in your step yeah i was gonna say like i was like that scene in that woody allen movie that people don't talk about anymore but yes that's right Hannah and her sisters Hannah and her sisters yeah Oh. Remember that? Because he uh, thinks that he's sick. Yeah, yeah. And then he finds out he's not sick and he gets really happy and he's walking <laughs> for about a block and then just life hits him again. He's like, oh, fuck. And back to normal. Yeah, like, that's good. I like yeah. when he's exploring religions and he's just like, you know, buying mayonnaise because he's going to become a Roman Catholic. And it's fun. It's good stuff. Agreed. Okay, really quick, uh, now that I've talked about that, I want to complain about Broomhilda before we get on to anything else. <laughs> sure. Okay. Got a, you have a, uh, what is it? You have a, a gear to grind. Are you asking me what's my beef, what's Dave? Your beef? What's your beef, Ian? <laughs> well, I'm not beefing anymore, Dave. I'm pescatarian. Oh, that's right. What's my trout? What's... <laughs> what are you carping about now? Yeah, exactly. Car I'm carping about diem. <laughs> um, now, uh, you have recently complained about uh, the comic strip Zach Hill. Yes, uh, I think can, justifiably. Justifiably, uh, I'm I am uh, like Zach Hill. I have a comic strip that's on GoComics.com. Our right. comic is called Mannequin on the Moon. Mm -hmm. I do it with my wife Pierre. Uh, so by the way, what's top, that? Top strip. It was a it was a top trending web comic. That's right, number one web comic on there uh, twice this week, which was very very nice. That's very nice. Yeah, and uh, uh, they're doing a, a new way of like. Uh, gauging who's reading what. Okay. Uh, so you can't sign in apparently with your social media accounts anymore. You gotta just sign in. Well, you can just read it no matter what without signing in. But like, if you do do that, uh, you just sign in with like email now, and they, I don't know how it works. Anyway. Anyway. Long what, story that's short, what I, did. I have I am signed in as as through my email. 
Nice. Uh, that's why I can like Then here. you're fine and fine. But if you guys want to like, uh, you know, uh, say, hey, uh, like that strip, it does help us out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one of the other strips that's on there is a classic strip called Broom Hilda. Been around forever. I Been remember around reading it. since I started reading comics. Yeah, I remember reading it as a kid. I have some Broom Hilda collections at home. And I like I like me a, a, a Broom Hilda. Uh, of course, based on uh, the Brunhilde and all that. Ah, y'all know. You don't need to know anyone that. Um, <laughs> Apparently, they live in the same place as uh, Crazy Cat, judging by the by the landscape. And I used to get scared of... Uh, who was the insult guy? Nerwin? Not Nerwin. Um, uh, who was the guy that lived in a log and like gave free insults and you just saw his like face and his teeth. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I don't remember his name, but yeah. Right. No, Nerwin is the uh is a uh, It's the kind of hairy. Yeah. Yeah, hairy and there's Gaylord the Vulture. Yeah. And oh, what is that guy's name? Oh, we'll figure it out later. Anyway, here's the here's the strip I'm complaining about. Here's what it is. Sure. So, uh Brunhilda, who Brunhilda, yeah. uh first uh, panel says, "I ran an ad looking for an incredible hunk and I get this," she says. Yeah. Okay, and in the next panel, who do you think standing in the panel with her? I've looked, so do we... It's the Incredible Hulk. It's the Incredible Hulk, yeah. Right. And she goes, I got to learn to spell better, which is a fine joke. But the problem being, uh, uh, Nerwin, or Irwin, I think there's Irwin and then his nephew is Nerwin. Okay. Irwin, the troll, is saying, hi, Hulk. (laughs) Here's the problem. Yeah. I ran an ad looking for an incredible hunk, and I get this, and then you see the Hulk, yeah. and her saying, I gotta learn to spell better. Mm-hmm. That's the full joke. Yeah, yeah. That joke respects me as a human being. Yeah. That joke uh, I enjoy. I, I, I might show to a friend, I might print up, I might put it on my cubicle wall. But that you've got Irwin saying, Hi, Hulk. Oh, you think I'm stupid. You think I don't realize this is the incredible Hulk. That's there. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah. You're you're, you're 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 ruining the joke. Sure. By over-explaining it <clears throat> by right Hulk before the punchline. Yeah. You're Hulk explaining. Yeah. Hulk explaining. Everyone knows the Hulk. The Avengers sure. was like the number one movie of of that year. <laughs> it's had two sequels. You know, the Hulk has had himself two movies. Sure. Sure. Uh, multiple. Ex- he was also both, in Thor both, Ragnarok. No, both not super successful. True, but Thor Ragnarok was, and he was the co-star. Yeah, that's of that. true. That's true. Uh, he's going to be appearing in the new Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. Okay. Uh, listen, we all, and also let's not forget the Lou Ferrigno series. Yeah. Plus four made-for-TV movies. Plus, I believe two animated series. Okay. We know who the Incredible Hulk is. Sure, but we established earlier before the show started that Russ Russell Myers, not Russ Myers, but right. Russ Russell Myers. That's the, right. That was well, it. Used to be Russell Myers back when Broomhilda had a real big set of jokes. <laughs> that was Russ Myers. <laughs> Russ Myers too. Then. She's always carrying around water jugs. Yeah, that's right. Faster, faster, Brumhilda, kill, kill. <laughs> and so that, then it's mistaken by Russell Myers. Now, we established that Russell Myers yes. is pretty admirably still drawing the strip himself. In his 80s. And he's 82 years old. Good on him. Now, his high hulk was not for you. Who was it for? It was for his fellow 82-year-olds. Okay, so I'm who, an 82-year-old yeah. who somehow in my 82 years... Yeah. Has missed out who the Hulk is, a character who's been around since the 60s. I swear to you, my mom would not know who that was. Fantastic. So does it help yeah. your mom yeah. to see... If mom, if your mom doesn't know who the Incredible Hulk is, yeah. take no, that out. The joke is The joke, the joke is, is it doesn't help. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no, no assistance. No, no. There's no point to that. Yeah, You either need to know who the Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and also uh, that Brumahilda ran an ad... Yeah. She ran an ad? Like in the paper? <laughs> yeah. Like she ran an ad sure. asking for um, a man, an yeah. incredible hunk. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, that's a weird premise. Like she's asking for a male prostitute, basically. Yeah, yeah. She went yeah. on she went onto Craigslist. 
Oh. It's not oh. Craigslist there because it's, you know, the well, if you look I, at their terrain. Can I give you a note? Sure. Hags list. <laughs> Thank you. She's a witch. She's a witch. It's better. Yeah. Much better. Uh, so she did that. That's already a bit of a stretch for the premise, but we yeah. know we're completely teeing up this ball. Yeah, yeah. And then you actually have a fully drawn Incredible Hulk. Pretty good drawing. Pretty good drawing of the Incredible Hulk. He's got a, he's got a dozen pack, but that's okay. Now, let me, give you, let me give you a second problem with this. Sure. She ran an ad looking for an Incredible Hunk. Yeah. And she gets this. Yeah. What's the problem? First of all, if you're looking for a big hunk, yeah. Hulk is a hunk. He, you can't get more muscly than the Hulk. What's your problem? He's green. So are you. You're green. You both belong together. This is a good, solid match. Yeah. What's the problem? He's grumpy. So are you. You're a is, wicked witch. Is she grumpy? Yeah, she's a grumpy witch. She'll okay. zap people with uh, anytime she's pissed off. She will uh, send lightning out of her fingertips. All right. Well, you're right. This is yeah. The... They're a perfect match. But so you know what? Even that pro- that's a problem. This is early in the relationship. She hasn't given it a chance yet. I think. Given some time, this will work out. Okay. By the way, uh, Grelber is the uh, is the creature that lives in the hollow log that uh, dispenses free insults. Grelber? Grelber. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did like that there's a comment below that. I always look down at the comments on Go Comics because they make me so happy. And someone was saying, this is, this is the funniest joke I've seen for a long time. Yeah. Said about the Incredible Hulk. Uh, yeah. Incredible Hulk. Slash Incredible Hulk. So, you know, someone liked it. Yeah, this is one of the fun... Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. Let's clarify. Sure. Good job, Russell Myers. Yeah. This is one of the funniest Broomhilda strips okay, I've seen I'm sorry. in quite a while. Yeah. A bit of a bit of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> in other words, most of your stuff is pretty dreary, but uh, this one tickled my particular funny Yeah, bone. some other people are mentioning they're both green. Yeah, they're good. They're a good, solid match. Yeah. You know what? He thought this will work better. He he he's not used to coloring his comics. That's what it's about. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, he yeah. Normally it would be in black and white, and he wouldn't know that uh, how good this would look as a as a pair. Mm-hmm. Now nah, you're you're right. I wonder if he colors it or if it just gets farmed out to someone to color that stuff. Probably farmed out. I don't think they got him working on the old uh, <laughs> Photoshop. Know, they, I don't think they have him Dave Dedricking it. I don't know if that's a. I don't know if that's a. Verb that's what yet. people say when you're coloring a comic, oh, is that right? like you do for Sparks. Sure. Yeah, they call it Dave Dedricking it. Oh dear. Yeah. They sometimes call it dadding it. They get your initials. <laughs> Just call it that. that. Sure. Yeah, they get some data entry. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, so, so a Broomhilda. Just a bit of trivia about Broomhilda. She has been on television. She was part of Archie's TV Funnies along with uh, Dick Tracy, Moon Mullins. Emmy Lou, which still exists, that strip. Hmm. Captain and the Kids. You might also know that as the Cats and Jammer Kids. Change <laughs> the name because of war. Uh, <laughs> the Dropouts. That's a weird-ass uh, strip. Nancy and Smokey Stover. It was going to be made into a uh, Broadway musical. And uh, the star of that musical, it didn't end up happening, was going to be Catherine Zeta-Jones. That is weird. Yep. That's <laughs> a weird bit of information. But not only weird, a weird bit of casting. I thought you were going to say someone like, I don't know who it would be, Cloris Leachman or something like that? Or yeah. Someone like that, right? Like someone, you know, older, who could, you know, play a play a unpleasant witch. And one of the... Um, Zeta Jones. One of the writers of the book, uh, as in the book of the musical, mm-hmm. not, the, not the songs, yeah. uh, was Kurt Anderson. Do you recognize him at all? From Spy Magazine? Correct. Wow. Yeah. They were going to be the writer on it. So it uh, did not end up happening. Uh, but then Wicked turned out to be a big hit. So, you know, there you go. Maybe it paved the way for Wicked. Oh, 
That'd be so great to do the wicked poster, but with Broomhilda's face. Yeah, if only you were still doing still uh, Sneaky Dragons. <laughs> Sneaky Dragon would also be a good match for uh, Broomhilda. She's also a nice uh, green character. Wait, let me just double check if it, if it is Irwin. Irwin Troll, yes. And then Nerwin Troll is his smart aleck nephew. Oh. Yeah, because uh, the name came from a newspaper contest, and they blended the word nerd and Irwin. Ah. Uh. Ah, uh, and there you go. Because <laughs> in those days, nerds were bad. Yes. Nowadays, they're good. Yeah. In the past, they're bad. Yep. I no longer refer to myself as a nerd. It has no it has no cachet or fun to it anymore. Right. So now you're... A dork. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. What is it? Zoe Deschanel, she calls herself a dorkable, so... Ugh. Yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. That's, soon that that's will be dork stolen on from dork me. hate. That's the thing. Soon that will be stolen from me. Yep. I have to find a new word. Yep. How about unpleasant? That'll be... <laughs> yeah, I'll just be a flake. Mm. Just a big flake. I mean... Dweeb. <laughs> it has been the Dingus. dream. It has been the dream of my life to be normal. Oh, really? Yeah. What would you do if you were normal? I don't know. I just think I, it would be. It would have been nice. I mean, this is more when I was a kid. But it would have been nice to fit in with other kids. Who was? Uh, all right. Uh, what I want you to do is cast your mind back to when you cast. wanted to be normal. Okay. All right. So, so picture the 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 grade that you're thinking of. Yeah. So, all right. Sure. Now think of a kid in your class that mm-hmm. was normal. Yeah. Think about that kid. Mm-hmm. How are they now? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. No idea at all. Yeah. Do you th- but really, how do you think they are? I don't know. They might be happy. They might not be. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> would it surprise you to know they yeah. killed six people? <laughs> it would, surpri- would surprise you to know that. And 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 when interviewed, they yeah. said, he seems so normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what they always say. That's how it goes. That's, That's how it. they always put it. Yeah. They don't go, yeah, he was a real freaking weirdo. Real nerd. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Although... I guess some. I guess the Unabomber was a nerd. I think. Well, I don't know if the nerd or just you know smart, too smart for his own good. Okay. <laughs> I'm just picturing like if you were normal then. Yeah. Okay. What made you not normal then? Well, I wanted. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what made me not normal. Uh, no, but as in like you were defining yourself as not normal. So like you would go out in the playground and go, "Hey, let's do a Broadway musical, kids!" Or <laughs> what right. would you what would you do that was not? No- I would normal? come out and I would start doing a, a tap dance, singing T for Two, and people would be like, "This guy is not normal." Um, I I don't know what I don't really know what I did to not fit in. Like I just know that I I didn't. You know, like I I want I desperately wanted to play sports with the other kids okay but i was always picked last for a team which i didn't understand hmm. you know i didn't i didn't think like in my mind i'm like well this isn't fair I, I have no idea i mean i was probably overly tall for my age i was probably like a baby giraffe running around out there like okay so we're talking like uh, puberty years then. yeah like well not even puberty like in high in elementary school like i think that's a big shaper of your social life is how, sure elementary school and or at least a good indicator of where where you're going where you're headed Okay. And yeah, I just I've always you're, you're pretty good at sports. Uh now I am. Yeah. But I grew I grew up I grew into my size, you know, like I my muscles caught up with my So in junior high body. school were you okay at sports? No, terrible. Okay, you're still I had a, in in uh, grade eight soccer, own goal in in gym class. That'll win you friends. Yeah. That'll get you a lot of friends. I got it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it doesn't bother me now, but I mean, yeah. the time, of course, was pretty humiliating. It's not so. the most uh, uncommon thing in the world. It's well. not. It even happens to professional athletes, but, you know, 
part of what makes them professional athletes is the ability to shrug it off. Unlike teenage Dave, who could not shrug that one off and had to carry it around. He's worrying in his, in his 50s about it. <laughs> carry it around his heart. Because that was the big game. It <laughs> wasn't even it the all, big game. It was turned just like, it all around. It was just like a, a, it was just like a one day. Of course it wasn't. It was a junior high school game. It didn't <laughs> it was, matter at was, all. It was just in gym class. But, you know, you still remember. I mean, I, I, I don't dwell on it. I just bring that up as an example of it would my. It be interesting if, like, in the afterlife, one of the first things. They do is like say, you know, let's say what are the equivalent of Saint Peter? Yeah, it like greets you and just goes, "I want you to take you to this giant wall," mm-hmm. and it's like all these memories of yours that are on the wall, and uh, and then they reveal the title of the wall above it. It's uh, shit that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and then what they do, yeah, and then what they yeah. do is they just like push a button, and every one of those pictures like falls through a hole, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, that shit didn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's true enough. I'm. I, you know, I only brought it up as an example of my yeah. ineptitude in sports at that, at that age. But you still got it in your head. Like, you still remember it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I don't I don't think about it every day. But, it's but so, okay, so, but if you were a normal guy, yeah. do you think you would have gotten into uh, comedy and stuff and uh, in in high school that you would have still been interested in doing that kind of thing? No, I think that's what made me not normal. Right, so... I mean, who I am is is not normal. Apparently, for the longest time, I thought that was what I should be normal. But I've learned I've learned that it, it fig- I figured it out finally. Huh. I'm trying to think like where the norm what who's normal. Like I need to know yeah, someone I that's mean, normal to like then go. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. You mean that person? Yeah, yeah. You know, well, just yeah. Like when I say normal, I mean I wanted to fit into the social life of of school. Right. You know, that's what I wanted. Now, here's the thing, though. When you hear me talk about this, I'm yeah. just thinking about this now, is that I'm full of garbage. Because I was talking to my brother about this one time. I think I told this on the show, but I'll say it again anyway. What the heck? Sure, more than 500 episodes. <laughs> I was talking to my brother about this, and he said, is that how you saw yourself in school? And I said, yeah. And he went, because I think of you the exact opposite. I think of you as, like, super popular in school. Yeah. And I remember walking down the hallway one time, and a kid in grade 10 picked me up and lifted me in the air and put my head up into the ceiling and someone else walked by and said hey don't do that that's dave dedrick's brother and he's put me down and he said oh sorry yeah and he said so after that i was like dave's like he has a lot of pull yeah that's a that's a that's a classic sneaky dragon story that one's (laughs) yeah that one gets a free sub at this point and that's fine um well, I'm, I'm just picturing like, okay, so you're in high school. Yeah. At least when I met when I met you, yeah. you were able to like uh, get a, a, a big uh, auditorium full of people together to watch a show that you were putting on. Yeah. So like when you're saying like you wanted to be normal enough to be social, <laughs> I know. you 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 had enough pull yeah. to go, hey, I'm doing, I'm gonna make some jokey jokes at lunch. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you guys, you know how you've got other shit to do? How about you don't do that shit that you normally like doing? How yeah. about you come down and watch me? for a whole lunchtime and just give up your lunch uh to watch me do some jokey jokes and then laugh at my stuff and enjoy me uh yeah and they all go yeah and then they do that over and over again repeatedly yeah so to me when i see that i'm just like okay so you want to be socially (laughs) pop Uh, because i'm seeing a room full of people here all right you know no no you're right i mean it's a problem with what's out there I understand, there, and I want right? to defeat your, your problem with, and again, I don't want to be one of these guys who's like, you know, uh, talking about high school and just like, glory days, <laughs> like, you don't want to do that shit. But mathematically, yeah. that's enough people that like know you were popular. Like, mathematically, you're popular. 
you could see that. You could see there's people there. So what you do and who you are is popular enough to fill a, a, an auditorium yeah. in, a, in a high school. Uh, this, this, is a, this, this is nothing, this is not a counter to what you say, but it's funny. I was talking to someone, I think I'm like 20 year or 10 year, 15 year, 20 year grad. And I mentioned Footlights Club. Right. And they're like, oh, I never heard of that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, it was a big school. So I guess you just missed, didn't hear it. A lot of people came to see it. But it's okay. It's just weird that you, we won, we won an award at the grad breakfast. Were you there for that? Yeah. This is weird. I know. But then you quickly have to go, who else won an award at that grad breakfast? I got nothing. I got sweet nothing. I don't remember anyone else. I, I just want to say, yeah, mathematically, no, there was... There was thing, I know. I know it goes through that perception filter, but uh, no, in, incorrect on that. Uh, but yeah, just I just wonder what you think the benefits to uh, uh, normal is because this is a this is a pretty typical teen thing, yeah. Which is just like, oh, I just want to be normal. Well, that's the thing, right? I just want to yeah. blend in because you know it is. I do want to blend in, right? But but what is the what? Okay, well, great. But I wanted to follow through on that. Mm. It's just like so you blend in, yeah. So you blend it in. Mm-hmm. You're wearing the right clothes. Oh man, like I first ever... of all. Uh, are you liking the right music? Are you liking the music that people like? You don't like the music you like because that's really good music. You're going to like the mainstream <laughs> shit that everyone else likes, right? Uh, yeah. You're wearing a shirt with that band that you're like, mm. Maybe you're wearing an Eagles shirt. Uh, now you're real mainstream. That, that was just after the There you go. Now you put your mainstream, Jack. Yeah. You are mainstream. Like everyone's like, look at Dave. He's really average. Good. There's that guy. Uh, what does that buy you? What yeah, does that yeah. buy you? Do you then date more are you more social yeah, yeah okay so you so you get to go out with a with a with a girl who really likes uh, an average guy <laughs> that's who you're she's painting this who, as if it's bad. Oh, but, but it is because you got to maintain that that's like we got you're going to go to the mr munchies and you're going to have some chicken fingers like you know wh- what are you going to do like you got to go see that mainstream movie that everyone likes yeah. you know got to see that one i want to see the weird movie that's cool no 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 i don't want to see that that's not mainstream <laughs> i don't want to see uh go see river's edge what are you crazy no that's a weird uh, there's a david lynch movie out Ooh, what are you talking about <laughs> maybe when twin peaks comes out perhaps uh but uh yeah what's the, what's the plus there's no plus okay. you're you're right you're right. I'm just saying that's how I was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, I just really wanted to be normal. Right. I just thought that was an important thing, like to, you know, to meet, to tick all the boxes of of what's normal. You know? Yeah. And that's just my curiosity on that is, I guess, because it was never accessible for me, that it, it didn't really, wasn't an option. So, you know, that I was mean, never it's, gonna... you know, it wasn't an option for me. I don't, I don't think, I think my my personality and my interests were so, oh, oh, you know, so weird. And would you have been willing to sacrifice your interests? No, of course not. Okay. Of course not. No, I would never sacrifice my personality to popularity. Okay. Well, then that's fine. I mean, that's why, you know, like I, yeah, it was just a, I wasn't interested in that, you know, like I, you know, it's just weird. Like I, I remember with, when I was in grade six, I think grade six or seven, I went with, I was hanging around with my friend. Yeah. He was going to a party. I walked with him to the place where the party was, but I wasn't invited. So I was just like, well, I'll see you later. And then I just walked home from there. Yeah. And I, and I remember thinking to myself, gee, it'd be nice to have been invited Aww, to a party. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just wasn't the person people would invite to a party. I have a strong memory of like watching a TV show called uh, Mr. Merlin. And uh-huh. I think I've told this on the show before. But it's a strong memory of like... Watching Mr. Merlin, I think I had one season, and uh, and uh, there was a couple of guys in it who were friends. Mm. And like uh, at one point, one mentioned that he was the other's best friend. It was like, ah, oh, it'd be nice to have a friend. And I just didn't have a friend then. Well, I had no friends. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, that'd be nice. And just thinking, thinking that, yeah. Well, here 
good friends. Yeah, but at the time, whenever that was, now I'm going to look up when Mr. Merlin was. Like, see, what was the year that I had no friends? <laughs> but I, I went through that too because it was hard for me to make friends because I needed to find someone who was near on the same wavelength as me. You know? 1981. 1981. It was a year I had no friends. So you would have been grade eight. 81. Uh, yeah. That's a hard that's year. Right. That's a hard year. Yeah, you... that, year, that year blows. <laughs> it's a hard year. Oh, directed by Bill Bixby. Good for him. He wasn't in it, but he directed it. Mm, cool. Yeah, that was a year I didn't have friends as well. I had friend. I had a British friend for a while, but then he moved. And, and then, uh, yeah, and that was that. So then I spent the rest of the year sort of, uh, you know, kicking tin cans around, walking up and down the street. With a tin can kicking it. I think that was the year that um, Switchback started. And that mm. was on CBC. And they, they, you know, you could phone in on Saturday, Sunday mornings and try to win stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And then they had contests and I would try to enter. And then I, they had a script contest and I won that. And that's where things changed. And then yeah, I later yeah. became a regular on the show, semi-regular on the show. Uh, and it was like, oh, this is another world. But yeah, I guess I was at just that point of like, I got nothing else <laughs> so I can obsess on this thing, which is like making comedy, making cartoons, making stuff. Yeah. Because I got nothing else. I literally have nothing else. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder, I wonder now, you know, uh, if, if, I, if I had access to like the internet and stuff like that, if, uh, if I have concentrated that much, maybe, maybe better, maybe it would have been worse. Who knows? But if I had, when I had that time to just obsess and concentrate and just... Keep yeah. doing stuff. It's great that you had like a place to do that. You know, like when I think back, I've talked talked before about my friend and I wrote sketches and we would perform them into tape recorders. That's right. Yeah, we would also do like public performance art as well, like where we would dress up and go outside, uh, like we dress as tacky tourists and then just walk around. <laughs> it's not even Halloween. We just be out walking around wearing like brightly colored shirts That's and great. Bermuda shorts with cameras around our necks and. We just want, we go to Newsminster and walk I'm just, around. By the way, I'm picturing the two of you doing that. And yeah. one of you turns to the other and goes like, you ever want to be normal? <laughs> and he's like, that's the dream. That's, that's the dream. That's the thing, right? Like so much of your energy is, is, you know, directed to this thing that no one, no one who like has any social skills, they all know that what you're doing is this death, you know? Yeah. And so they're going to avoid it. They're going to actively avoid it. Like I had, you know, I remember having friends who would like realize what we were and they would just leave <laughs> yeah because they just right. they realize this is death like this is social death yeah and i need to like i like these guys but i cannot be part of this this is how i feel like kind of when my niece and nephew were growing up was knowing there was going to be a point where the mainstream popularity would be like dragging them away and like there's no, there's mm-hmm. no way you can avoid it yeah 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 you know there was times where you know one of them liked stuff that was like weird and then I think it's also to do with their parents, though. For sure. Very mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it's like, oh, you don't like that. You like this. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're a girl. You don't like this. You like pink things. You like this. You like that. Yeah. That's These are the things you like. And all oh, those are the things I like. Mm-hmm. And then there was a big push for that. And it was like, oh, boy. Oh, well. I, I, I Again, just kind of hoping that in this world where you do have access to all the information, that you will be able to find the weirdos <laughs> should you need to. But yeah. maybe, maybe you don't. Maybe you just... Are, are even more hyper focused on. I've got a group that just likes the things I like. I like these things. Yeah. We don't go beyond these things. These are the things we like. Mm-hmm. You got no reason to voyage over there because you never have a chance yeah. to get bored. I think if you are are a weirdo or you are like, you know, just per, your personality just won't l- let you like 
you know, just doesn't let you do what everyone else is doing for whatever reason. Right. You know, you're just compelled that way. You can't help yourself. Whereas someone else, like our friend, that person just knew and he hadn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't like, he just wasn't that way, right? Like to him, it was just like, well, I could choose to do this or I could choose to not. And I'm going to choose not to because I want to go to parties. So, so long, guys. Yeah. He'd still talk to us and stuff, but he wasn't going to like take part in what was happening. I mean, I understand like there was a, you know, there was a thing where all of a sudden I like girls. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, where are the girls? The girls are at these. Oh, that'd be nice to be there. But then I, <laughs> but then I found out that there was girls that were in the arts and girls who were weirdos as well. Yeah. And it was so much more fun to hang out with the weird girls because mm-hmm. because you could still be weird. Yeah. You know, and even if nothing happened romantically, it was still fun and they were weird. Mm-hmm. And they'd probably make something or they'd come up with a goofy idea or they'd suggest going to a movie or something that you wouldn't expect. And it'd be like, oh, this is just fun all the way around. <laughs> and and maybe that was why I was less actively on the make than a lot of guys who were, you know, my age at the time, which was like, what do you want? I, that's what I want. And I was like, oh, okay. And you don't really care what the the, the girl's into. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it's just they're really interesting. They're really, uh, yeah, uh, you know, ugh, I just, uh, I just like hanging out with all these weirdos. It's just, it's just more fun. Yeah, that that felt completely unattainable to me. So that was not a concern of mine as a teenager. I went through a weird period where all of a sudden I kind of grew into my face. And then it was like, oh, I'm, I was like maybe two years handsome. And then it was like, oh, okay, this, now I'm, this, oh, okay, what's going on? And it was confusing. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, oh, this is nice, but it's weird. What? What's happening? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just two years? That's all you got? I don't know. Like, I don't think that's accurate. Um, I think there was about two golden years there. There, I mm-hmm. just go like, okay, that's all right. That's all right. And then, you know. Then, then life <laughs> happens and it's fine. Then I was a gangly scarecrow for quite a while. Which mm. is the boy, the boy, the boy. <laughs> yeah, you I had uh, John Mulaney's body without the without his mush. But like, yeah, I'm looking at an old TV show that I used to do, and just like, oh boy, like <laughs> I was I was all limbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of my friend. <laughs> This is politically incorrect. Just I want to remind you that we were teenagers when this was going on. We sure, sure. took blankets from my parents' house and we turned ourselves into Arabs. We were walking around mm-hmm. <laughs> wearing blankets with headbands and stuff like that. Sure. And I wish I had. We filmed ourselves doing stuff. But my friend, he had all the film, all the footage. I don't know. He's long gone now, so I don't know where mm-hmm. I don't know where that would have gone. Okay. It's too bad, though. Eh, nothing's this, ever gone all forever. All silent footage. But, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that was the age where kids really want to be uh, o- OPEC oil ministers. <laughs> That's what we were trying to look like. We were carrying briefcases, walking around. <laughs> Still my dad's briefcase. I just love that you guys are doing just some cosplay. Yeah. Like, let's just, dress up as tourists and just like, like, just imagine, honestly. <laughs> okay, seriously. You're, you're a human being right yeah, now. Okay. Yeah. Like, just imagine you and I go downtown, and we're going to go see a movie or something, and we see, like, two kids the age that you were then, and they're dressed as, like, OPEC oil ministers, and they're, and they're, they're walking around, I want to buy this all! All of it! And, uh, and then they leave, and then they come back as tacky tourists going, oh, boy! What a thing! You know, you just like, would you like those kids, or would you just go, those kids are uh, looking for trouble? Well, of course, I'm a weirdo, so I think those kids I are would love best. those kids! I would love those kids. You're cosplaying in real life? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, we also did like to dress as gangsters, so we'd <laughs> put on suits. Okay, so I'm now picturing 
My dad's you, you is, uh, you know, again, little kids. And you're, we're not little. We're teens. So we oh, were. that's even better. So you're teenagers <laughs> dressed as 1930s gangsters. Yes. And you just run into like some gangs in Vancouver. <laughs> and they're like, uh, <laughs> did these guys travel through time. <laughs> is there a production of Bugsy Malone that's, that's, right. uh, that's, that's playing nearby? <laughs> Go hang around some gang gangland hideaway like uh, Richards on Richards or something. Oh my gosh. That would be so that would be so great. <laughs> like to me that's just like you got energy, you got to get it out. Somewhere. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. We were you know, we you know, you had you had you know, later I, I had we had footlights as a a place to <laughs> you know, put that on like put that energy to sure. something more practical. I'm now just picturing like what I've got here. And I do have a beekeeper outfit. <laughs> and I think it would be fun to run down the street going, "Run! Run!" <laughs> <laughs> They got out. <laughs> Just paste bees all over your yeah, like fake bees all over your thing. <laughs> the net. Yeah, I know that'd be great. Like this is actually something I can't do. Is like uh, you know, uh, there's quite a few uh, friends of mine that do these roving gigs where they'll dress as an RCMP officer mm. or whatever, and sometimes. People know that it's a bit. Some people, sometimes people don't. Yeah. And the whole thing is like they're doing shtick with people, and it's like they're hired to walk around a party or an event and and do goofy stuff like dressed dressed as character. I'm like, I just can't. I yeah. can't. I can't do it. I'll go on a stage. I'm fine. I'll do whatever. But like, holy shit, I cannot do it. Like even when we were like in England and like uh, uh, trying to go up and sell tickets for our you know sketch show. You know, uh, an idea was pitched. It was just like, what if we were like crazy Canadian tourists and we were trying to sell people tickets that way? And it was just like, I, I will die. I will die. <laughs> like, I'm just a person, like, dress, like I'm just as a Canadian tourist. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, hey, hey, oh, geez, hosiery. Oh, geez, the patio. Hey, hey you should come see our show, right? Like, no, I would die. Like, my, my heart would just stop. Sorry to say that after, whatever. But like, my, let's say my brain would just go, and we're done. Click off. You know, how do you die? Embarrassment. You just died of embarrassment. Just can't do it. It's not even humiliation because there's something, nothing humiliating about it yet. It's just the mere idea of it is too much to bear. I think, like, something I've got is I can read a room really, really, really fucking well. So mm. if I'm on stage, I can come out and I go, like, ah, okay, I get this. Mm -hmm. So I got to pump this up. I got to tone this down. I got to do this. But if I'm in real life, I get the full, um, I feel like I'm daredevil uh, and in a circus. <laughs> yeah. And just too much information is coming at me. And I'm aware that people think I'm an idiot. And it's just like, no, I can't. Oh, yeah, click off, phone, die. Yeah, no, can't do it. I mean, I, I don't think I could have done it by myself. It was the two people doing it. It would know. be very strange if you were solo. <laughs> solo tourist. OPEC, oil minister, walking around. But with my friend, it felt, felt very easy because he was very cocky. And so it made it very easy to, for me to, to kind of ride on his oh, energy. I really wish that you'd met someone who was Arab that day. <laughs> it's very, very unlikely at that time period, which was, it was very white here in those days. Yeah, course. yeah. It kind of has to be for that bit to work. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what's funny is that mums loved that. Like any mum in the neighborhood just loved that we would do that. It was weird. <laughs> they just thought it was the best. Yeah. It's so weird. Like I, I just remember like even mums I didn't really know. Yeah. Would like if they were out, out inside of their house, whatever, would like start talking to us. Sure. Why not? It's they fun. just thought it was so great. Yeah. You're goofing around. We're goofing around. And it's harmless fun. Yeah. Like, Until oh. you start buying a property in the area and then start <laughs> drilling for oil. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when we used to fence walk, we did it as a group. We didn't, 
we didn't do it by ourselves. That would be insane. But it's okay if three of your friends. Oh, that would walk be in. so strange. I'm just picturing like this neighborhood and just like <clears throat> we looked up and saw a bunch of kids walking on the fence. We did it all the time. And it'd be so strange. We'd walk down the hill from our place all the way down sure. to like, like um, Barrymore Drive or whatever, because there was just a straight line of fence fences down the down the hill, so you could you could do that. Yeah. Like a train. <laughs> you guys some... should get together now and see if you can recreate. Your <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine doing house tag and stuff like that. With sure. Friends. No. Get in that house. And, and again. <laughs> Broken legs all around. Again, I think you break out the old tacky tourist and OPEC oil minister <laughs> characters and let's play those out. Bring that in with my uh, mom's sheets. Oh, man. She's mad. Well, she was mad? Oh, she was really mad. Yeah, because they're so, they so tattered to the bottom when we came back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I was <laughs> like, why, why, is, why is your mom mad that you were no, playing? No, we, we didn't treat them very well. We didn't treat them very well. Yeah, but you know what? She's a woman. You don't respect them. No. And also, come on, mom. It's too classic to not do it. That's right. It's a classic gag. You gotta rem- you're, You know what? You should bring this up at some point now. And just go, Mom, remember when we, we did that? Uh, and uh, she'll go, oh, you know what? It was worth it. <laughs> she no, the classic that. the classic mom move would have been this is is to now go oh that was great you guys did that mm-hmm, like, you didn't think so then <laughs> exactly right yeah all these charming things now wrong <laughs> roll the tape <laughs> if she only knew if she only knew she didn't know i think my mom was in a deep state of denial in those days though so she just didn't have to want to deal with it Imagine, okay, here's the thing. Imagine if uh, you came home and, and asked like where one of your daughters was. And then uh, it's like, oh, she didn't say where she was going. Oh, okay. Okay, and then they come, oh, she and a friend come in and they're, they're dressed in like just wild <laughs> cosplay. Yeah. You know, and they both were dressed as duck hunters. Yeah. And they're like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we just went out pretending to be duck hunters. What? We just kept asking people, hey, where are the ducks? <laughs> Did that all afternoon. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, mums liked it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually I really like that idea of duck hunters. I wish we thought of that then. <laughs> well, you'd have to be carrying guns. I know, but all you need are rubber boots. You'd have to have guns. Yeah. No, the other way to go about it is, of course, you don't need you don't need uh, guns. You need to have a decoy and a duck call, yeah. and ideally some sticks that you could call a duck blind, <laughs> and just like. Hey, you see any ducks? We're just trying to set up for later on. <laughs> you do that. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Wish I thought of that one. It's not too late. Not too late. Uh, always time for... Always time for... Talk to one of your friends from work. See if they're game. <laughs> the I think that's, that is the hive of normality at work. Okay. Oh, speaking of uh, your work, I wanted to ask because I've been seeing a lot of this uh, over the last couple of days. Hmm. Spikeball, is it back? Spikeball is not back. Okay, because I'm seeing it everywhere now. I'm glad. I'm glad that people are really enjoying it. Unfortunately... Two things happened at work. One, obviously, COVID, yeah, which broke. You know, we weren't allowed to like be touching the same object, touching each other's balls. We weren't allowed to touch each other's balls. It's really unfortunate. I mean, everyone else's everyone else's work. They're touching each other's balls, but we can't do it at ours. But the other problem is, is that before we all lunched together, so everyone took lunch at the same time. Yeah. But now we've broken into two teams because of COVID. That's what mm. initiated this. So there was less people in the lunchroom at the right. same time. But unfortunately, now that that's happened, it will. The two shall, the twain shall never be united Aww. because it's just too convenient to have like people out, out. There's always people working, so if someone comes during lunch, they're not having to wait, or someone getting called out of the lunchroom to come down and help them. Okay. So. Boo. Yeah. So we're gonna have to like do some fancy finagling and, and 
somehow try and get the te the teams onto the same lunchtime. So then we can actually do that. That would be nice. All right. But I, I have to... One of the... um The one other person that uh, was part of the original spike ball revolution he works in the he works in the shipping office so i'm hoping he'll you know start to uh to do some uh negotiating on our behalf because i would love to get back to playing spike ball yeah because every time i see uh i see that i think of you guys he's getting his second dose tomorrow so he might be even more up for it oh good good okay and he was complaining today about not being in good shape and i was like you know we could always play frisbee if we can't play spike ball frisbee's fun and you get to run around you know, because I'm a terrible, I can't throw a frisbee, so you run all over the places. You know, I can't throw a frisbee. Yeah. I, t- I had to learn. I never realized I couldn't throw a frisbee until a couple of years ago. But you played frisbee in the past. At work. I mean, I did play frisbee when I was younger, but yeah. I was, apparently I was terrible at it and didn't realize it. Did the frisbee not get to the other person? I, I think we stood cl- close enough together that it was okay. Oh, okay. But as soon as I was playing with people who could like really huck it. Oh, okay. Well, you got real hucksters. Yeah. That's a different situation. Yeah. Like they can throw it like, you know, 100 yards. Uh, okay. Well, like that. That, yeah, that's bananas. Yeah, I was, yeah. All right. <laughs> then I realized I don't know how to throw a frisbee. No, but you, yes, you do. You know how to store frisbee can, like a human being, but not like someone yeah, who's got Yeah, so I've had to learn how to actually okay. do long, long throws and stuff like that. And can you now? Yeah. Very good. Yeah, you can learn. I think you gotta like uh, you gotta use the old timey way and uh, and use a top of an ice cream uh, thing, like an ice cream bat. <laughs> Ours is a super rigid frisbee. It's like built for being thrown in high wind, so it's actually kind of uh, hurts to catch. Did you never use an ice cream thing when you? No, we always had like a real frisbee. Uh, yeah, we had ice cream. Thing. Were we poor? Maybe we were. <laughs> um, but yeah, we would always like have the top, the lid from. Uh, that's I not, don't know. That's not that great though, is it? I don't know. I'm a kid. Like yeah, I'm yeah. throwing it, it works. Yeah. What do I know from mm-hmm. from not working? Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's fine. I don't know. I'm playing with rusty springs in the in, in the woods. I don't know. I'm jumping on. I'm trying to make like uh, I'm trying to make boots that I can. All right. You know, I'm, I'm a second away from getting tetanus. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm putting a whole bunch of filthy mattresses under a tree. So that we can play Robin Hood and I can like fall from a tree and land on the okay, pile okay. on the pile yeah, okay. of mattresses cool. that I found yeah. in the woods. <laughs> That's my safety measure. I'm sure they were used for healthy pursuits only, those back. Oh yeah, it was the seventies. I yeah, mean yeah. no one was doing anything bad in the no, woods on no mattresses. No one doing anything bad in the woods. Well, why would you even think that? Yeah. It's safe to land on. It's fine. Safe as syringes is what they say. Safe as syringes. <laughs> we used to climb into garbage cans and roll down the hill. So why not? I, yeah. yeah. Why not? Not they weren't like you know household. They're like the big oil drum kind of garbage cans. Sure. Have like baseball fields and stuff. Fantastic. Like that. Couldn't be better. Oh man, they're great to roll down a hill. hill in. Yeah. Uh, also, you get into uh, not really inner tubes, but the the, 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 tire. the tire. Oh, that was oh, fun too. The tires and like oh. uh, you got the nice uh, thing where you fill up the air there, and if you land on that wrong, oh, it just like really yeah, gets that you. That was awful. And then you just oh. get in there and then like whip down the hill, and you're like, "This is a terrible <laughs> idea." But there's nothing you can do. Yeah, you're yeah. already in the tire. We would use the actual tire, not the inner tube. That inner tube. Yeah. Work no, for I know. We yeah, use yeah. the tire as well. Yeah. 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 Where'd we get the tire from? I don't know, but yeah. we did. They're around. Yeah. Who knows? Who knew where they came from? Yeah. They just showed up. They showed up when your dad brought one home. Yeah. A uh, bunch of broken fence slats. Uh, <laughs> real thin. Uh, all we need is like one nail, right? To nail that to a tree. And now we've got a ladder. And that'll take us up to the top. <laughs> That's fine. A little yeah. wobbly. Ah, climb it fast. That's the way to do it. Dreams. Yeah. These are things you dreamed of doing. Building a treehouse with your friends. Sure. We, we can get enough lumber. Yeah. Let's get it from our mom and dad's. We'll get it from our house. There's rotten wood everywhere. Uh, well, we can just bring it from home. We'll drag some wood from... Your dad won't let you take wood from home. Of course he won't. 
<laughs> turns out he's not, he's not so generous with the wood. Yeah, apparently wood costs money, which is strange because <laughs> you wouldn't think it would. No, it occurred to you as a kid that it was yeah, that wood costs money. It's everywhere, freely available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch in the woods. You don't need to worry about it. We're just going to build a tree house there. It's going to be perfectly safe. Yeah. And then you turn to your friends and you go like, uh, you think the internet will be invented soon? They're like, I certainly fucking hope so. Because <laughs> uh, we're going to get killed. <laughs> Holy shit. What are we thinking? I wasn't I wasn't waiting for the internet. Nope. No idea. Of course you of course you weren't. Uh, you're busy filling up the overground pool with a garden hose of ice cold water. Ice cold friggin' water. Cause what are you gonna do? It's the not swim in a pool? Yeah. So of course. At the coldest water that you could go and like get on in, get on in, fantastic. Yeah. How are you going to get in? Uh, I'm going to climb on a box outside of the pool and go in. Oh, uh, a follow-up question: How do you get out? Oh, you don't. <laughs> That's where you live now. You live in the pool. Yeah. 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 That's great times. The pool is your life. At home, uh, Lisa filled up a big horse watering uh, horse, like a tub for for horses to drink out of. Yeah. In our backyard, and we were using that as our private pool. In the oh, backyard. that's nice. It was nice. What happened when a horse dropped by and went like, hey. <laughs> what about me? Hey, sorry, and buddy. Now I'm yeah, the horse going, hey. <laughs> He's just saying, he just wants some hay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You can just buy him off with hay. Um, okay, I'm going to change topics real fast. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, I know you haven't seen the final episode of Loki, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. But I am going to say. Mm-hmm. You have a problem with the show? The problem with the show. Yeah. Here's the problem with the show. By the way, I apologize for the squeaky table. We'll get a new table soon. Um, <laughs> Am I making a squeak? Am I hitting it? No, so it's fine. Uh, you got your you got your Wandavision. You saw Wandavision. Right? I did see Wandavision. Okay, Wandavision. Uh, every every show kind of moved forward ten years thematically. All worked was fine. Whether you like the ending or not, works. It makes sense how it's going. We're going for ten years, changing the style each time. All yeah. makes sense. All yeah. that's good. Um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, you know, it's kind of action-packed. It's like a movie, but yeah, you sort expand of a, it. Kind of a run-of-the-mill action story, yeah. That's right, but it's kind of almost an expanded movie. It's not really a TV show. It's yeah. more like an expanded movie. It's like, okay, that's fine. We're going to The problem with Loki is, Loki is actually a really good idea for a TV show, mm. which seems like uh, it's like uh, fixing time travel problems. Loki and Owen Wilson yeah. as a as buddy, buddy cops yeah. almost, yeah. you know, going through time and fixing things. And they also laid a little pipe in the early episode of like, hey, you know that Loki was D.B. Cooper. And you're like, oh, so Loki was various characters in history doing mischief. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get those revealed as well. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got a couple of cool things here. One, you've got them traveling through time, yeah. uh, disagreeing. One's a, one's a rascal. One's by the book. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. And also, we're going to have a lot of reveals of like who Loki was through history. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, what they ended up doing, and not even unfortunately, I think it was fine, uh, was they really... It was like the X-Files if you just had the mythology episodes. If everything was just about the aliens and you never had the Monster of the Week episodes mm. and you just concentrate on moving the plot along, moving yeah. the plot along. Yeah. And what this show needed was like six more episodes that you just had them dicking around <laughs> and going through time and yeah. having to solve something in ancient Egypt. Yeah. And then having to solve something in the future and then having to solve something there. And then you have a flashback episode where you find out you know, Loki was the reason for the stock market crash. Mm. You know, you need that kind of stuff. But then tease tease the bigger plot throughout. 
and then you know uh, get closer and closer to the finding the big bad villain and and that's what you need you just need the padding that you would get with like the x-files you need the monster of the week to build their characters but unfortunately it was all plot 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 mm. too concentrated and yeah. in doing so you lose the character of of loki and you kind of lose the character of owen wilson as well even though you barely know him mm -hmm. so yeah they didn't have enough time to expand on that kind of stuff which was too bad it was all what they did was fine yeah you just needed it to be way more watered down like 12 episodes so you, yeah you you'd want to build up the, the relationship between the two characters before you start the plot of the the kind of general the kind of overarching plot of the whole yeah clark thing. clark gregg uh who played colson in uh, agents of shield was saying like uh, he would have liked it if uh, agents of shield could have done what they're doing with these marvel series now yeah but I think like Agents of Shield benefited from having to fuck around for a while, yeah. And you really got to know the characters and had a lot of little side things, and so you actually got to know them and like them. And then you know the plot wasn't go 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 go, mm -hmm. and uh, and that I think was the problem here. There's a lot of stuff that was set up that they just couldn't they just couldn't pay off because we got to six episodes, man. <laughs> Come on, we got to get to it, got to get to it, and and that's too bad because it's fun when they do stuff. You know, and goof around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. not enough dicking around was my problem with the show. Yeah. I mean, like with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when when that one character betrayed the team, mm -hmm. turned, revealed himself as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., that had real impact emotionally to you as a viewer because you were invested in that character as part of this team. And you like that character and you like the relationship of that character to the other, you know, to the other parts of the you know, other members of the team and stuff like that. And then when it, he reveals his character and it's a big betrayal, you're, you feel... As much as that character's doing the show, and so you're really sharing in that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Loki, yeah, you're right. It's much more slippery. It's hard to know the characters. Like, I don't want to give away too much, but part of the idea that of some of the characters, are they even real at all? Mm -hmm. You know, and so that makes it even more difficult. Because what, what exactly are these beings? You know, like, are they real? Are they not real? Should we be feeling sorry for them? Are they just constructs? Are we, yeah. you know, like, we have no idea what what they are and you have a pair a parody of bureaucracy yeah uh mixed with uh gigantic cosmic ideas yeah both of which are very interesting to play out mm -hmm. and then you've got a character who is a disruptor in the middle of it all like yeah. oh that's interesting sure but we don't have time to deal with those things because <laughs> yeah. we've got to move the plot along yeah yeah and that's the and that's the problem it's a shame because sure. this is like i'd like to see more of what the bureaucracy is like yeah i'd like to see more of what the cosmic characters are like and i'd like to see loki fucking things around yeah and i think they should have used that little southern voiced animated character more in it as well mm -hmm. to kind of narrate the episodes and things of that like to kind of carry things along but yeah like, that's really appealing character. Have, she could have narrated like she should have been the one who like previously on loki yeah well this happened i'm gonna tell you what happened in the past and yeah, like, yeah 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 what happened in the future i don't know how would i know or maybe i do know <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah but stuff like that or even how they pop up during the episode as as some sort of useful not please god a deus ex machina character but something that you know, can be called upon. Yeah, and they really, uh, I don't want to say blew it all, but they but they used, it, it seemed like everything off the top was like cartoons mm -hmm. to explain things. Like, oh, and now here's a, a, a cartoonish mascot. Yeah. Like, oh, that's neat. Yeah, that's you gotta fine. Ha got any more of that? Nope, nope, that was all of it. That's all. <laughs> well, right? You know? Well, isn't it part of the world? Shouldn't it be more integrated? <laughs> yeah. Should, like, at some point, Loki shouldn't understand something else. Yeah. And now we're going to watch another cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, something something else will happen. Yeah, that's... 
that's the way that should go. You've you've introduced so many interesting elements, yeah. and then just can't do the next thing with it because mm-hmm. we've got to move it along. Yeah, but you know, again, they. I thought what they did was 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 good. I really enjoy. I mean, I haven't seen it all. I haven't seen the ending yet, yeah. which is always the. That's where the sting, the sting in this tale is. Is yeah. How does it? How did do they? They they land it or do they they uh, put the the airplane into the water? You know, hmm. we'll find out. But um, yeah, I've really enjoyed what what it's been so far. But I agree with you that yeah, I think you're right. It could do with a bit of stretching out and a bit more characterization. And they had a weird thing too, like a couple episodes in, where they were going to have some. It was it was on another planet, and I'll just say this one thing: uh, it was on another planet, and something was falling towards them. And then Loki just like gestures, and then the thing goes back, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, what, can he do that? Does he have the power to move things with his mind? Mm. You know, because uh, it looked like he reversed time there. And I thought for a while, I was like, oh, maybe he's got a time stone. Maybe he's got, and it's never addressed. Yeah. Just like, how did he do that? Mm. Like, I get that he's a god, but it seems like his whole thing is illusion. It's trickery. It's fakery. Yeah, yeah. He does not have the power to, when a building's falling on him, <laughs> to go poof, there it goes back up again. And if he does, why is he fighting hand to hand? Bring that building back and drop shit on people. Yeah. Then can you? Yeah. Do you have force powers? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, that's that's again. Sometimes the problem with magic is, well, what what can he do? Yeah, what, or what can't he do? Yeah. So is he in trouble now? You know, he's tied up. What's that mean? You know, is he? Can he make a second self of himself and 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 untie himself with that second self? Because yeah. I think he can. I don't think he should, can ever be tied up in it being an issue. Is he? What? Huh? Tell, let me know. But anyway, long story short, they needed uh, more uh, padding, I felt. <laughs> with the, with the well, characterization, I think that's very important. That, uh, that would be my... I know we said we weren't, weren't going to do it, but we did actually go see uh, Black Widow last, last week. Yeah, I know. But to be fair, I thought it was Black Canary. That's why, yeah. So you were okay with it then? Well, you I, that problem? You know, I thought like it's a follow-up to uh, Harley Quinn's marvelous misadventures yeah. in the... Manic uh, uh, multiverse. I don't know what the hell that film was. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Black Window. Uh-huh. I thought it was like the American version of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. It turns out not. It was Black Widow. Right. I thought it was. Uh, I thought. It was, I thought it was a uh, Black Beauty. Okay. I thought uh, it was a reimagining of the Black Beauty story. Yeah. But told as if uh, the uh, horse was a lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I thought it was Black Willow. Mm-hmm. Sort of willow tree that's. Uh, has a lot of a I lot thought of it was deep a sequel thoughts. to Black Swan. Okay. <laughs> what was it called? What was it? Yeah, what was the movie called? It was called Black Swillow. <laughs> okay, makes sense. Yeah. See why you got yeah. mixed up there. Yeah, yeah. My problem with that film, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'll say I enjoyed it quite a bit. Particularly uh, Florence Pugh, who... That's her name, right? Pew, pew, pew. Florence yeah. Pugh. Yep. Um, it's one of the things where you say someone's name and you're like, did I just get it mixed up? Anyway. Nope, that's right. I really like her as an actress, and I thought she had, had a lot of fun in that movie. But my problem with the film was, once again, characterization. Like, let's, you know, who are these characters, and how do we, how do we like them? When you start a movie with a big betrayal mm-hmm. by one group against another, and then you try to, like, then say, we're a family, it doesn't work. Yeah. Because you haven't established the relationships yeah. to make you understand how this, you know, fake, put-together family works as a family. It doesn't. And so then when later in the movie, you're like, it's all about family or whatever. Like, it's someone that we're watching Fast and Furious. It's, it doesn't work because you haven't established the family. You haven't shown any emotional connections, which they had, had to, you know, should have been established in the first sequence of the movie. And they didn't. They made it in some sort of weird, callous thing. 
and then and then the you know then you kind of suddenly you're in the in the present time or the yeah. three years ago present time or whatever and and then they're trying to like make it make this relationship that was never established or make you feel that they had a relationship and so you're kind of the whole time you know i was really enjoying the action scenes but often i thought to myself why do i care what's happening here because i don't because i why are they trying to do this because they don't care either like what is the point of all this right and she and we know her eventual fate because we've seen other movies mm-hmm. it's a midquill yeah that's you know, right. it's yeah. a fill it's a fill-in thing and you find yeah. out how she she gets a thing it's like how'd you get that thing oh she got that thing like that oh that's how that thing got got oh that's all right <laughs> that's a nice thing to know i didn't even know that was the point of the movie or I that was part know, of the movie but it cause... seemed like that's what the point of the movie was like hey do you want to know how she got that thing yeah hey you know how her hair got like that what how bought some dye <laughs> Oh, and then later on, she kept that pack of dye that she yeah. she had. Yeah. Oh, so like, wait. In the time of crisis, she she went back to that dye that we saw, <laughs> and she picked it up, and she went, "I I got to keep this. I can't buy another pack of hair dye." And then later, she used it. Yeah. Really? So wait. In all the all wait, the she couldn't have gone to a store and bought the same dye though. Oh, maybe she did. But I assume. <laughs> I, I assume it's weird that she had it on the sink. And then, like later, I guess you get about the same die twice. That's possible. She's got some money on her. That's, <laughs> well, that's so. a possibility. My 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 issue was, um, yeah, because they set up an interesting thing, like where uh, the, the again we'll spoil a little bit of it. Hey, go ahead, fifteen minutes. There. That's what I say. Uh, the dad, uh, played by David Harbour, yeah, is you know basically they got they're the Americans. It's the same plot as the Americans. It is very similar. Okay. I've not seen that show, but I understand okay. what you. So you're it's you know they're uh, they're just regular Joe Americans, eh? Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> okay, but then you find out that he's a super soldier, mm-hmm. but he's never got a chance to be a super soldier. And he's like, I want to be a super soldier, and they, they, they yeah, you can't be a super soldier. We're gonna lock you in jail. And you're like, what the fuck was the point of? <laughs> Did you guys give this guy amazing superpowers? Yeah. And then like, hey, sit on your thumb in America for like three years <laughs> doing nothing. Yeah. And then when when shit goes down, we're just gonna lock you up. Yeah. Like, what was the what was what was the the Russia's idea? Yeah. Like that's a weird thing to do. You you locked up your Captain America. Did, yeah. was he but, too, too noble? Was he yeah. he wouldn't follow orders? Sure. Because it seems like he would follow any orders. He was doing something really bad. Yeah. You know, uh, raising these kids whose, you know, parents had been murdered and, you know, not telling them. Yeah. That's a real dark ass fucking thing to do. Yeah. What wouldn't he do? But then he's like, nah, he's just a lovable rascal. Is he? Yeah. And like he's got a superhero suit. Does he? Yeah. Did he wear that before? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like he bring in the film. It's brought out like it's like this moment of triumph. Like it still fits or whatever. And you're like, we never saw you wear it in the past. So we never saw you wear it in the past. Yeah. What do we care? So did you wear it enough that there was an action figure of you yeah. that was sold in Russia? <laughs> because again, if this was the case, this is all done in time where Captain America is frozen in ice. Yeah. And as far as we know. There's no superheroes at mm-hmm. that point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're telling me that, I guess, in the 90s uh, or like late 80s, early 90s, Russia had a superhero yeah. that was popular enough that it had an action figure that we can later bring bring up. No one brings this up. No one brings up that superheroes yeah. existed, but <laughs> only in Russia. Only in Russia. That's but, but, weird. But, but don't you mean it wasn't Captain America? No, he was frozen. Oh, okay. He was frozen until like the Avengers yeah, uh, yeah. movie. So, like, but he did exist in the past as a super soldier. So that was yeah. a known thing. Okay, that's right. He was in World War Two. Yeah, that's right. And then nothing for mm. decades, decades, decades. Yeah. And then just Russia has one. 
and someone else because they're using the Winter Soldier. That's a Super Soldier as well. But no one knows that. But I'm just saying those are. But they, but they do exist but the well. uh, but but this Super Soldier is public enough that there's an action figure of of them. Was there an action figure of him? Yeah, that oh. was the. Uh, 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 when they break him out of prison, they 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 use one of his old action figures, you know, and hide something in it. Okay. Yeah. He was oh, a, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he was okay. a popular enough character that everyone knew. Yeah, yeah. It was like, that makes no sense. So how could you hide in? Yeah. How could he be hiding in America then? Wouldn't they wouldn't know all about this thing? Well, again, it's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. We're, don't use any of your powers. Uh, I guess shave your beard. Maybe he didn't have a beard as as this character. Yeah. And and yeah, don't ever be that. And I mean, if you want to lock him up, that's fine. But what you should have done is have him react against these girls being pulled away from him and Rachel Weiss's characters and forced into the into the the what is it called the nest or whatever? Yeah. Oh uh, no, uh, the oh, not the raft. That's the other thing. The the room, the red room, the red room. Sorry. So you know, and, and but instead, like in the movie, he just he's just like, oh well, whatever. Their job is done. Send them to the whatever, and I'll and I'll, and I'll move on or whatever. Yeah, go get your forced his, hysterectomies. Yeah, that's like he, fine. He doesn't. Oh, by the way, one in twenty of them are the only ones that survive. Yeah. So to him, both of his daughters are going to be killed. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't care at all. Doesn't give a shit. And then so and so the rest of the film makes no sense because both both the mum and him betrayed the the girls. Absolutely. And and now we're supposed to be later on. This was for no reason at all, with no motive. The mum helps. Well, Black the mum says later on she was part of the Red Room, too. So they, they basically took away her... F- now, this is a weird thing, too, is you've got this whole thing where uh, they don't have free will. Yeah. So, like, your sister doesn't have free will, so you can assume maybe her mother doesn't have free yeah, will. Yeah, But we've already... God damn it. We did this with the Winter Goddamn Soldier. Sure. We've, it's like everyone who's an assassin who, I guess, were like going, oh, you should defeat these assassins. None of them are to blame. Yeah, none, of them, all... none of them are to blame. <laughs> Even the, the the new one that they bring up in this in yeah. this one is like, oh, there's a real badass. Yeah, but they don't know what they're doing. Everyone's an innocent. <laughs> Every fucking person's innocent. Yeah, you know they're that all. Is, go- that's tricky too. You're right because then yeah, what who are we rooting for? Like this is just a mayhem, right? And I guess that's why. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of killing. Of the those characters though in the in the film, not really, no, because they can't. Because otherwise, we'd be like, oh, this is really. <laughs> but but you know, the idea is like she has. So so there's the the double question here, which is by the way, if you're still uh, if you're still listening, and I said move 15 minutes ahead, and we're still talking about it, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> just move ahead a little more. Here's okay. So everyone else, all these other widows, yeah, uh, get dusted or whatever with something. Uh, and now they've got, you know, complete control over their brains is, mm-hmm. is taken over. Mm-hmm. But I guess like uh, Natasha got out before then. So she's the one widow that doesn't have that. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess It just feels like well, there should at least with that be a tie-in in some way to the Winter Soldier. Because it's like, oh, this is mind-controlled technology. So yeah. we're breeding assassins. Oh, you mean like that assassin that you had <laughs> since World War II? Yeah. That was doing all this stuff. Yeah, it's, huh? it has a series Ooh. of has a series of passwords. You know the guy that she knows. <laughs> you know she's best friends with Captain America. Yeah, he's best friends with Captain America. They both know him. 
uh, Captain America is really good friends with a lot of people who are assassins. That's fine. <laughs> Here's the other thing with the with that I thought they should have done with David Harbor. Yeah, was like it if you're the Russian Captain America. Yeah, that feels like you're a propaganda guy. You're you're this thing, and then mm-hmm. for some reason, whatever Putin didn't like you or whatever, and you got you got put on the shelf. Yeah, but like you're the pro Russia Russia versus America guy, and it's weird because clearly it was a Cold War character. That they're trying, but, but because of his age, they got to bump it up to a point where we were kind of cool with Russia then, you know, when he was doing that thing. So what was he doing anyway? Yeah. Um, but we're now in an era where uh, aliens invaded New York. So what what what's things like for you, buddy? Like, are, are you? Yeah, we've got to defeat America. Yeah. Do you? Or what what do you care about? What's your what's your goal? You know, your fake daughter. She saved the world from aliens. And by the way, aliens exist now. Yeah. If you're really pro-Russia, are you worried about aliens invading Russia? Is that a thing for you? Anything? Because the world's really changed. There was a giant robot. Uh, not giant robot. But there was a robot that almost destroyed the world as well just, I don't know, 10 seconds ago. You know? Almost destroyed the world. She also stopped that. Anything? Anything? No? You're just still in your loop <laughs> talking about, like, you know, uh, bragging that you fought Captain America, though you couldn't have. And Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your deal, Jack? <laughs> it's weird, too, because, like... You know, so he's just a big liar about his fights. Yeah. Did he ever fight anybody? What is that suit? Did you have that suit made? Was that real? It seems like it was. It must have been if it was a. Who did you if fight? It was marketed. Yeah. What's going on? Why would you lie about the Captain America thing? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Hands thrown in the air. <laughs> also, it's very weird that the guy that you keep saying that you fought and is your mortal enemy yeah. is best friends with your fake daughter, and that's not a thing at all. Well, I mean, oh, for him. You mean for him to... For him. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like your fake daughter works on the regular with Captain America. Yeah. Does he want to meet Captain America? Does... Like, I, I get he's got the one line of, does he ever talk about me? Yeah. No. Yeah. He doesn't know who you... No. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> Why would he? There's that one line, but it's just like, that should be more as well. Yeah. Throw hands in there. But I mean, you're you are saying the, the proper thing when you say his fake daughter. Like, he doesn't care about her. Except he does. They, well, he, they then pretend like I he does. I know, but he shouldn't. But he shouldn't. He shouldn't care about her because that's just, it's so silly to like force that into the movie in the, late, in the latter half of the movie. It doesn't work. Yeah. It leaves you... like, I, I thought I didn't have a family. Turns out I had two. No, you didn't. Yeah. yeah you didn't have, you don't have either. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a, a lot of retconning in that, in that movie. And by the way, you do have a family, and that family, from what we've seen, is Hawkeye's family. Because when we visit him on the damn farm, everyone loves you, and you're Auntie Natasha, mm-hmm. and like you're the godmother of the of the babies. That's your fucking family. Yeah, that is your family. Did you forget that movie? <laughs> <laughs> when she went back in time and erased that time. Yeah, maybe she did. God, good honor. Good honor. <laughs> I know it's it's so weird though when you've got as well, you know. Uh, you know, we're having this grounded story, sort of, about you know defeating this you know horrible organization that they really they really paved the way for it being way more interesting than it was. Oh yeah, you know, even in like uh, Agent Carter, you know, this has been around you know since the the forties. This it's just awful the things they train these girls. It's horrible, horrible, and it just became a sky battle and like we knocked a fan <laughs> out and then you know eh, we're, eh, that took care of it why we killed that one guy oh good it's done now yep. that's it that's it aren't there like sleeper cells all over the all world all over the world <laughs> they, you, you put them all in one flying fortress <laughs> boy you really James Bonded this one 
Okay. Where was the Shark Tank? That's what everyone That's wants right. to know. And not to not to say how they solved the problem, but it's a pretty easy problem to solve. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I control them this way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. I control them the silliest, most clumsy and dumb way I, I could possibly control anyone. Which, by the way, sorry. Okay, just a little bit of something. Uh, I'm going to dance around this like tepity tap tap tap. The most obvious way to defeat this problem, you go like, uh? But then someone goes, oh, but you can't because no one could do that. Mm, that's interesting. Except we had a scene at the farmhouse where we, we, we laid all this pipe about like, you know, I've got a device that lets people do a thing like this. That forces people to do a thing that they can't do. Yeah. Uh, th- that's it. I've got this device. It does that. Isn't that interesting? Let's put that on the shelf. Don't need that. And nope, because it seems to solve the problem we're setting up at the end. No. Nope. Feels like this was an earlier draft of the script, huh? <laughs> yep. And then we didn't do it. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, that is that's true, isn't it? It's funny when movies do that when they present something really big and and present something that's really big, and then when you actually see it, it's very small and feels very kind of tawdry and not it's, not that not as threatening as it's you, like as you're built you up. control someone with the use of three D three D imagery. Yeah. And then uh, earlier, someone goes, "I have a device that pokes a person's eye out." Well, just why? Anyway, <laughs> it's just the one eye poker outer device. Anyway, I'll put that over there. Uh, c- carry on. Yeah. Anyway, I did. I mean, I'll, no, it's I'll say enjoyable. it again. I enjoyed the film. Everyone's I did charming. enjoy it. It was a fun, fun ride. Every, all the actors were good. You know, uh, it had Florence Pugh in it, who goes a long way in a movie pew, to pew, me. Pew, pew. And yeah, so. I enjoyed it. And yeah, it's Mary tough... Mary went and saw it with Eve, and she Mary said it was said it was the first Marvel film I've enjoyed in a while. So okay, so she didn't like Ragnarok. I don't know. I should ask her. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Didn't like Endgame. I don't think so. Okay. Didn't like uh, Spider Man Far From. No. Really? Yeah. Oh. Fun, fun little <laughs> film. That one. I think that one was okay, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of laughs in it. There's a lot. Of yeah, it was no uh, first one, Homecoming. Yeah, that's for, Homecoming was really good. And my problem with my problem with uh, Far From Home is that Homecoming ends with that great scene of Aunt May discovering. What the f- yeah, and to me, the next movie should have picked up exactly where that scene. <laughs> you know, like that that should have been where the movie started because that's like it should have ended just with the last letter of that word, so you never actually <laughs> say the full swear. <laughs> Yeah, it should have just ended with or her begin, going, like begun with that. It so, should have just yeah. ended with uh, yeah. The, it should have just begun with <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then da 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 da. da, da, da the Marvel <laughs> things just start uh, running. Yeah, and I just yeah, I just, it's one of those things where you you put it like a, a scene that you really want to see acted out. Like you really want to see like how does he how do they deal with this? Like how do they deal with what he is now? Yeah. But then the next movie starts. It's just a thing, and you don't have to, they don't have to deal with it. And I I would want to see like that dealt with like how aunt may when she discovers this how does she feel about it how does she how do they work it out how do they negotiate through this thing her concerns for his safety and his confidence that he's fine and and it's obviously overconfident because we've seen we've seen that he's not 100 percent there in terms of his abilities and stuff like that and that would be a would have been fun to watch and instead the movie starts months later yeah yeah yeah. that's a a fair point something i really like in uh homecoming is where she walks in on uh, on, on Peter and uh, Ned, yeah, and uh, he's in his underwear, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. and she, and she's just uh, okay, guys, it's uh, dinner or whatever she says, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, she's like, uh, 
Bones from clothes. Because she's like, oh, like she thinks this could be a thing that could be that could be in a relationship. But like she's trying to be cool about it, but yeah. like, knock it off. Don't do this. <laughs> uh, as in, like, you know, as you would if you were yeah. like, well, you know, you saw like a, a girl and a boy in a state of undress. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm, stop it. Not not now. Not 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 my house. <laughs> it was nice. Uh well, okay, but here's Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. It's not a, not a Spider-Man Far From Home. Isn't he? No, you're thinking of... Uh, Homecoming? Homecoming, yeah. Oh, well, fuck then. Okay, that's fine. Good point. <laughs> it's, um... No, you're right. And that one's the stronger one. The one with Michael Keaton is for sure the stronger one. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, great. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it's just... It's it's the first of that thing. You're right. You know, like, it was a it was a great... It was a fun take on the character, and it was the first of that take on the character. It's fun to watch it again, but it really doesn't... You know, and I do think... The actor whose name won't pop into my head, Jake Gil- Gyllenhaal, yeah. is in the second one. I think he does a, a good job as, or a you know, yeah. fine job as that, as Mysterio and stuff. And I do, I did like the relationship moving on with Mary Jane and 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 Spider Man. Technically, just MJ, but yes, MJ. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it doesn't beat the first film for for emotion. Okay, and stuff like that. give you that. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. I will. Uh, I will agree with you on that. I mean, I like them both. I, it's Mary. I'm saying Mary didn't like it. I'm not. I'm not trying uh, to. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't. It was no like whatever that final Star Wars movie was, Last of the Skywalkers or whatever, where I was literally laying down, almost sleeping during the end of the movie. So was uh, so were the characters. Yeah, I think they were too. I think they all just just slightly down, just took a nap, and a bunch of voiceovers came over, just like the the theater was so the theater was so empty, we could lift up all the armrests on the chairs in the VIP section and lay across several of these comfy chairs and. And to stretch out, it was. And I, and I think the, the moral in the end was uh, use the force. <laughs> Have you tried using <laughs> the, the force? force? <laughs> Just use the damn force. <laughs> I do. I do like with these TV shows that they've all been different and they've all been weird and they're they're playing around and they're having fun. That's You're talking nice. about this, the Marvel Marvel ones, ones yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad as well. Sure, I sure am as well. Yeah. And I'm looking forward then to Peacemaker after that. Is is that the TV show after? That is the TV show that's shooting right now. Shooting here. Oh, that's why John John Cena was seen walking around in his costume. Yep. There's a picture of him just walking around the street. He will not take off the costume. Oh, is that right? He loves wearing the costume, yeah. (laughs) That's great. I love it. He does interviews in the costume. He he loves wearing the costume. And James Gunn is around town, especially at uh, the pie hole. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And I also like the, I also like John Cena because he uh, acknowledged Taiwan as a country. He didn't mean to, but it's great that he did. And uh, the Taiwanese were like, yay, someone in the world acknowledged we're a country. Hooray. And we're, you know, we have about 20 more years before we get run over by, by mainland China. But hooray, we're a country. Oh, well, maybe Peacemaker will help them with that. Yeah, I'm sure he will. He, uh, you know, he gets in there and he fucks stuff up. Sure. Be great. Oh, I'm just looking forward to Nathan Fillion. Oh, I'm looking forward to it all. Oh, man, I want to see that movie. Oh, boy. When does it open? By the uh, August 8th. Oh, in, not so far in away. cinemas and on TV. Blah. 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 I'll I'll watch it in a cinema and I'll uh, movies. Oh, I like movies. <laughs> I like movies so much. Yeah, I went and saw Sparks Brothers again. Oh, because I, I had invited David to go see it with me and um, Lisa and Mary, but he couldn't that day. So um, I said, "Well, it's playing um, on whatever it was July 9th at at the Rio, so we'll go see it there." So we went and saw it there, and and it was very good again. I enjoyed it again. How oh, how did what did they think? 
What did David think? Yeah. Well, he liked it. He loved it. So. Oh, I don't know. He's a big Sparks guy, so. I don't know. Maybe, uh, but you know, you can Although, be a big fan of something and then not like uh, interpretation. But to be to be uh, be fair, please be, be honest, fair. He's a fan of like the '70s Sparks, like the early '70s Sparks okay. of of the glam sort of stuff, and the, the later electronica things. He was less interested in. Whereas for me, that was the that was the stuff I first got into was like Sparks in Outer Space was my first Sparks album that I bought that had cool places on it. So that was sort of my era of sparks so it's kind of fun to see a movie like that where you i mean i know the earlier stuff because i i bought like the earlier albums but the later stuff i'm less familiar with i have little beethoven and and, and a couple of those albums um exotic exotic creatures of the deep which i found used and was and what's great about it is that it's signed by the male brothers i didn't get it signed but someone got it signed and then they sold it for some reason mm. so now i have it um this leads me to another thing. Sure. Have you ever uh, played any Sparks on uh, Stinky Dragon Listening Party? Yes. Hey, speaking of speaking, Stinky Dragon <laughs> Listening Party, uh, did you just do your final episode? We just recorded the final episode. In fact, it came out on Thursday. What? It came out on Thursday. I. Well, did you wrap up all the loose plot uh, plot points? We did not. We left a few hanging. Just for the, you know, you never know. We now might, you twin peaks it. We twin peaks it. <laughs> we might do... Uh, Stinky Dragon Listening Party, the return later on. So, okay. you know, we'll have to come back with a very different show. The party of the second part. The party of the second part. <laughs> It'll be a very different show. You might, might not understand it at all. It might just seem very, very abstract and, and, up, and you know. It's weird that like a whole episode was silent. It's like, yeah, that's weird. Really yeah, a lot of good visuals, but like you couldn't see them. Because it's a, <laughs> that was a listening audio, party. This audio is very strange. Po- podcast, I know. It's strange, yeah. Is Twin Peaks The Return... One of the greatest pieces of television in, in, in television history. Oh, did you? I thought I, th- I thought you were going to say or. No, I'm just saying. I'm just asking that. Like just for what it is, isn't it amazing that it was made at all and it exists as a thing? Yes, I almost don't feel like it's television, but yes. Yeah, I think I always think of it as like this was a sh- this was a show that was based on a TV show. This yeah. is a, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't <laughs> feel like it's a TV show. Yeah, but it's like. This is based on a TV show. This is, <laughs> but it's on TV. Yeah, yeah. But you watch it. I watch it every week, and I just thought to myself, "This is on television." <laughs> yeah. This is like on. This is like people paid a lot of money. Yeah. To have this made, and they're and we're watching it, and I mean, a lot of people watched it. Like it was yeah. very popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's weird. And then discussed the shit out of it. It was weird, like like something yeah. like Inland Empire, which. Is similar to me. Is similar to me in terms of opacity. I mean, what what Twin Peaks: The Return had going for it was that that it had a previous through line that we desperately clung to and attempted to like make sense of the show we were watching, and it never did make sense. Yeah. But we had that through line, and it kind of it was kind of like our our little north star that we followed. We navigated the show, whereas something like Inland Empire, which is as equally as weird as The Return, we didn't have that through line. We just we just desperately clung to nothing. We were like, we were like Jack slipping off the door, and you know, and, and into the cold water the whole time watching Inland. Well, there's Empire. not. Yeah, there wasn't. Again, I haven't seen Inland. You're but, like Rabbit uh, Family. Uh, yeah. Why, I, <laughs> what's going on? I haven't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you had uh, you loved Dale Cooper from the first one. Yeah. Like, like he was your grounded character. Yeah. That yeah. You uh, well, I mean, not even grounded. He was a weirdo too. But like, <laughs> he was your point of entry into this world. Yeah. Yeah. And you loved him, loved him, loved him, loved him. So even if you're just getting an uh, aspect of him, yeah, that was that was enough. Yeah. But you didn't have that with uh, with with the, with the other thing. No, with Inland Empire, you, you had, I mean, they had Laura Dern in it. So yeah. you you're like, well, that's, okay, that has Laura Dern. That's but yeah. I and mean, you also you also right off the top they jawsed it. 
Uh, whereas, you know, you've got to have the one gorious scene off the top that sets up the stakes that lets you know there is a danger in the water yeah. and you're in trouble. And yeah, you had the couple who was watching the box, watching the box, yeah, watching yeah. the box. And then the thing came out and just, just destroyed them yeah, yeah. in a horrific way that you would never have seen on you know the last show yeah and also i think there was a lot of nudity before then too so you were like oh you can see nudity and graphic violence and it was like you can do anything he wants now so it's like all right yeah here we go yeah yeah Yeah. are you ready are you ready for a uh crying monologue a weeping monologue from from shaggy are you ready for that everyone (laughs) yeah do you think he can act it's a nice acting reel good for him he he's good on Bosch too, that guy. He just wants to go. Where was it? He wants to go to Hawaii. He wants to go to where was it? Maui? Tahiti? Tahiti somewhere. No, <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, he didn't. He did not. No, he did not. Roiks? <laughs> <laughs> where where's your red? Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I was just thinking about that the other day for some I was just thinking about the return. I, I don't know if I'd watch it again. Because I don't think I I don't think I could have the patience now that I know. Like I really love, I would love it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I loved the experience of it. Yeah, but now that I know it, there's no point to watch it again. Yeah, because I'll never have that experience watching it again. I mean, I can probably analyze it in some way, but who cares? Like you know, I'll let other people do that stuff. I felt like you know, and you know, there was like GameSpot Uni- Universe and all these other channels that sprung up at the time who were all like you know, micro ma- micro <laughs> micro examining, yeah. and that was great. That was also fun to 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 kind of go through that as well. Because no one, no one will ever know, and he'll never tell you. By the way, sorry, just to just to flip it back to Loki for one sure, second. Sure, sure. Something they did, those rascals, them, <laughs> was they would often give you a trailer for the next week, or just a trailer in general for Loki. Yeah, and it would be not the trailer. Like, like there'd be scenes that were just not in it, or different takes were actually used in. The okay, thing. okay. Or there'd be a scene where like a character is in a car, but they, but they cgi out the other character in the car so you don't get that reveal so it's like even if you were going i'm trying to pick things apart by the trailer good luck yeah the trailer is just its own thing it's it's misleading as yeah it's misleading um yeah and i'm trying to think like with uh if they did any trailer stuff with uh twin peaks not that i they didn't do it previously they didn't every show sorry every show was fresh and didn't didn't really reference the last one i don't believe yeah we saw we saw one episode uh, a couple of days early because we're at comic con and that was pretty that was pretty neat just like getting into a room with a bunch of people and just <gasps> oh yeah yeah wow. even made you like jim belushi yeah like, oh yeah oh jim belushi uh, all right. who apparently had a difficult time act uh with with uh, lynch oh did he because he wanted to play really big and lynch had to kind of keep him down kind of keep him low-key yeah and so i think they reached a you know an agreement because he said he really enjoyed doing it so obviously he but initially he really wanted to like kind of be jim belushi and and david lynch was like no i don't want that i want i want the feeling that you could be that but i don't want you to do that yeah let's take it let's take it down and Mm -hmm. uh, be threatening and weird and but he did do some over the top stuff yeah yeah the scene where uh you know they have the pie in the box is pretty great (laughs) just like just like but that's more silly than i'm gonna look at this box yeah there's a pie in this box <laughs> that means everything's different and if not we're gonna kill him but if there's a pie in that box <laughs> yeah maybe i will box. watch that movie uh, that show again <laughs> yeah it's so good yeah it's so mr good. jackpot there's a scene in uh, not a scene but there's a uh there's a making of there's a cooking quinoa episode on i think it's on the dvd for lost highway 
And in that, he he's making quinoa. I've seen it, yeah. He puts it on to boil. Yeah. He goes outside and he talks about the frogs that fly in the story that are yeah. that are the same frogs that are in that black and white episode, the, the, the atomic bomb episode. It was of, something that stuck in his head, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that he... Yeah, those come back again in this in the, in, in Twin Peaks: The Return. But I, yeah, it was a weird thing the uh, other day when I was starting to go back to my uh, going going to the the cardiologist. Yeah, it was like this was when I was going to get the news. Yeah, so I'm so I'm taking a bus there and uh, and I'm just looking out the window and I see there's a woman and she's uh, she's in a, a deli and she just takes a bite of a sandwich and then she just like squinches her face up. She's like oh, and I thought to myself, oh, sour sandwich. Interesting. And for some reason, that just like hit me with just like, you know, and then she sort of laughed at it like the, the sandwich was so sour. And I was like, I really like the phrase sour sandwich. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, I thought to myself, if this is a good day, I'm going to remember sour sandwich and use that in something. And if it's a bad day, I'm just going to completely forget that. <laughs> so I remember it. Yeah, sour that, sandwich. That's a Google Earth moment. How so? Well, you know, there's those like weird little things in Google Earth where the camera catches something strange. Ah. That's what, what you had there, that moment where you just happened to be looking out the window and you caught. Yeah. You were like Google. What could it have been? Sauerkraut? A, a, a pickle? Something. Like yeah, yeah. a sandwich that's like sours it up. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it was like uh, a Vietnamese sandwich that has. Yeah. Do you think it maybe a little too much spice? But yeah. it, it, again, it was clearly sour. Sour, though, It was that though, squished yeah. face. So like, where's, why is there lemon in this? Why is there <laughs> maybe a lime, like a real citrus? So it wasn't like a pleasurable squinch scrunch. It was, she, was, she was clearly surprised when she yeah. had a squinchy face. Yeah. And then she laughed that she made a face. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, sour sandwich. Fun. Yeah. That sounds, sounds like a fun sandwich. Yeah. If you weren't going to the the doctors, would you have got off the bus and gone back to see what this sandwich was? Yeah, I would have gone like, hey, what's with the sandwich? <laughs> what's a sour sandwich you yeah, got going, what's going on, on here? No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I just thought it was a nice little moment. I was like, oh, that's good. Okay, I'm now looking up sour sandwich. Okay, uh, and there is a sour witch. Sour witch. Okay, or or sour sandwich. It's called both. Yeah. Both. both uh, okay. Let's see. How do you make? How do you make it? Okay. Uh, all right. So, oh boy, there's a lot of stuff to it. Uh, it's basically uh, duck eggs, horseradish, mayonnaise, rye bread, uh, and sauerkraut. Huh. And that is how you make a sour witch. Duck eggs. Yeah. You uh, heat a skillet, crack the eggs, uh, and then cook till done. Add sauerkraut to the skillet, uh, fry till dry and caramelized. Uh, mayonnaise on the bread and horseradish sauce. Mm-hmm. Add the eggs, then the sauerkraut. Uh, add the top. You can also add Swiss or provolone if you want, but that is a sour sandwich. Swiss would be better because it's 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 more sour than provolone. Yeah, you want to sour it up some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you do it with some sour pickles as well. But uh, yeah. Hey, if you got a recipe out there for a sour sandwich, let us know. I don't know who said this the other day, but someone was talking. They said, I could never eat a duck egg, and I feel the same way. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, sorry. Emo Phillips followed me on uh, Twitter. I'm happy. Um, <laughs> so did Michael McKeon this morning. Anyway, mm. yeah. I did do a, fair, a fairly good joke, though. Okay. Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me brag, and then I want to hear about your duck egg thing, though. Okay. All right, uh, so let me just get this right, make sure I'm getting this correctly. Well, you tell me your duck egg thing while I look this up. Well, it's just, I just, yeah, for some reason, I find the idea of a duck egg very disturbing, where a chicken egg doesn't, you know, I'm obviously used to chicken eggs, I grew up eating them, but I feel like a duck egg would be too big, and Mm. there's something about it that I find off-putting. You think a a duck is bigger than a chicken? Like a duck egg is bigger than a chicken egg, yeah. Why would you say that? Because a duck isn't necessarily bigger than a chicken. They're a bit bigger. A little bit bigger. 
I mean, you get someone like uh, Margot Robbie who cannot eat uh, chicken eggs. So yeah. she always eats, like in that uh, Harley Quinn movie we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's a duck egg uh, sandwich. I, I hear they're a little richer. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so you don't want to like have three of them together. It's too much yolk. <laughs> sure. Uh, there's a family, a legendary family story uh, in my wife's family about her father uh, making a bunch of uh, quail eggs and into a big omelet. And uh, not realizing you can't really do that. You can't have a lot of quail eggs because uh, it's it's again it's too rich and it's got too much vitamin something. Yeah, and it'll fuck you up. And oh really? Fucked him up? Huh? Yeah. Uh, later on, he turned out to be a jerk, so it was fine. Okay, here's a <laughs> maybe Michael, it's from that. Maybe that fucked him up. Could have been permanently. Uh, Michael McKeon did a little tweet today. He said, yeah. uh, probably inappropriate and unlikely to catch on, but I like the rhythm of you may high five the bride. Okay. And I responded. The marriage was annulled when the groom was too slow on the down low. <laughs> and that got me followed by yeah, Michael McKean. Nice. Yeah. Hope I said Michael McKean before and not Michael Keaton. You did say Michael McKean. Oh, thank God. Anyway. I actually said Jake Gyllenhaal when I got really confused. Emo Phillips I did, uh, I did meet once and he was completely sweet. We had a lot of uh, good times that that evening, joking okay. around. Yeah. Uh, when I when I when I does he do the voice when he's talking? Uh, he did regular. the voice earlier that night when he was performing. He yeah. does not do the voice when he's talking. Okay. And uh, and I when I asked him just like uh, you know uh, it was inter- he he he, uh, he asked me who do you think I am? It's like I think you're comedian Emo Phillips, and I think I just saw you perform for about two hours. He went, "That is who I am." <laughs> like okay, good. And then. Uh, it was it was fun because the next the next morning we were uh, we were like in the lobby of the of the hotel we were in it was kind of a not the best hotel because we were perform- it was me and my comedy troupe and we were performing at a comedy festival. You're staying at the mediocre Western, basically. Yeah, and we're making waffles and what have you. And uh, and I had mentioned to him earlier that you know of course we we're Canadian mm. and uh, and and he was walking through to another gig and he just went oh the Canadians watch out Canadians the Canadians <laughs> and uh, that was great nice and uh, yeah the other people did not in my group did not know that I'd met Emo Phillips <laughs> even better yeah even and better. then yeah it was, it was leaving away bye Ian. <laughs> It was good. He was sweet. That is in no way an Emo Phillips voice. Yeah. Yeah. So he was putting on the voice when he was doing it then. Yeah, he did that. He did a goofy voice, yeah, about watch out for the Canadians. He was very sweet. That's fun. So when he's doing comedy, he needs to have like a, he needs a level of separation between Not necessarily. Himself. For quite a few years, he did it without the voice. He was oh, doing, really? He was, doing the, he was doing it without the wig and without the voice. Okay. Okay. And then he was doing it with uh, no wig, but he was doing the voice. Okay. And then he went back to doing the wig and the voice. Uh-huh. I think people wanted the classic. Yeah, they wanted the classic. Yeah. Emo Phillips. And then you can just take the wig off at the end of the night and yeah, you're just, just go you. off into the, into the world. This is interesting. Like someone like Bobcat Goldthwait, who has to put on a voice as well to do his comedy. Like he needs well, that. I also had a nice evening once with. Yeah, you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, it, I, I don't think that's bad. I just think it's sort of interesting that you want to perform, but you can't. You need that separation between your comedy persona and yourself a bit, a little bit. Well, when he started, it was him and Tom Kenny. And they both were kind of voice guys. Okay. And so that's how they got, uh-huh. and you know, that's how he got the name Bobcat, right? Because he, he was, it was Tom Kenny and Bobcat Go- and Bob Goldthwait. Yeah. And so he was Tom Cat and he was Bobcat. Oh, okay. And so, okay. you know, they would get hired together. It's Tom Cat and Bobcat. And then Tom Kenny dropped the cat thing yeah. and picked up the SpongeBob and it's never looked back. And then Bobcat really took off with the voices and the, uh, sure. And, and explains your, why. Uh, your uh, police academy. Explains why Tom Kenny's in 
Chicks the Crown, Clown, and movies like that. Yeah, yeah. but they're still uh, they're still friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, cool. And Bobcat Goldthwait set fire to the Night Show set with uh, Jay Leno. So there you go. Really? Do you not remember that intentionally? <laughs> yeah. Do you not remember that? I don't. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Was it like an, a protest against Jay Leno? It was a, I'm going to set this set on fire because, you know, he's a rebel. Type oh, okay, guy. he's a rebel. Yeah. I mean, he regretted it a little bit later mm-hmm. and got banned from like talk shows for forever because you can't set the fucking set on fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I guess that was during his touring with Nirvana oh, dude, years. Dude, I'm going to give you, I'm going to send you this <laughs> clip for a hundred. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's fun. And crazy. Now, uh, now, Dave. Yeah, I don't have any dark, dark shadows today. I'm that's sorry. fine then. Fuck, it's fine. Sorry about it's that. It's gonna be like that. It's gonna be all the way around. <laughs> I just, I was getting listening party ready this week, so uh, that was my, that was my mission. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, and by the way, it was a successful mission. We had a really nice final episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't know if I stopped. That was fine. Time. We had a really nice final episode, and and uh, we played lots of great songs, and we uh, closed. Close the rumpus room. Oh, you sat on fire, Bob. Bob we did not sit on fire. We put it. We put the beanbag into storage and the beanbag chair into storage. What and, was uh, the final song? The final song was, uh, I think it's called "Friends." Thank you all. It's by the Free Design. I thought it'd be really great to end the show on a six-minute guitar freak out with a vocal, <laughs> with a jazz vocal quartet singing. Because you know what other way, better way to end a show, right? I agree. You got to go out and go out with a bang. Uh. I always, uh, want to, I always want to say it's called Thank You, Friends, but it's not. That's why I'm a little confused. Very good. Uh, speaking of uh, Thank You, Friends, mm-hmm. let me see if I can find it. Because <laughs> it's a thing I'd like to find. It's a f- person who's a nice person who wrote a thing and who was nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, our friend uh, Nettie. Yes. Um, wrote me when I was talking about uh, doing the pescatarian diet uh-huh. and sent me uh, a whole bunch of good information oh. about uh, about uh, vegan products and vegan eating <laughs> and, and the best vegan oh. places in yeah. Vancouver. Sure, okay. And, uh, and, and all that. So I uh, wanted to say thank you very much for that. Yeah. And uh, definitely looking, uh, looking into them. I, at, at present time, I am still uh, eating cheese. I'm still eating uh, milk. And, well, I'm not having that much milk. I'm having cheese. I'm having eggs. Uh, am I having duck eggs? I don't know. Huh? Don't tell Dave. Don't tell Dave, because uh, he'll he'll spread the word to his chickens. <laughs> like, you guys are out. There we go. We're bringing ducks in. Uh, but but yes, thank you very much for for that. It was all really appreciated. I really do appreciate your support and your kind words. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Dave. Uh, in the land of Renos, how are things going? Uh, a little stalled once again. Very good. That's fine. Sorry, everyone. No, no. Listen, <laughs> the, uh, there is no pressure on this at all. This is not. I you know it's just one of those things where you you get to something that seems very intimidating. And you need to kind of like, you need to kind of stand back and sort of just sort of let it happen. And that that's where I am right now. I just kind of like got to let this happen. It's going to yeah. happen in its own its own way. I was watching an interesting video though, uh, and this guy was telling talking about houses, and he was saying like older houses, which mine is an older house. My right. house was built in 1974, and it was built very quickly and very cheaply right. by the builders of that time period. Like you, you know, people say like, oh, they don't build them like they used to. Good. <laughs> That's my feeling about my house. Yeah, to build it quickly while well, the czar's back was uh, to you. But up until 1990, like houses were built with di- dimensional lumber, as it's called. So you'd buy your two by tens, you know, and all your floor joists they're all two by tens, and all your walls are, are two by two by fours or two by sixes, depending yep. on the. And sometime in the 1990s, they stopped using 
like two by tens for the floors. And they went to they went to uh, man-made, you know, structural like beams that they were that and they're much more reliable. Like they don't warp over time. You don't end up with the floor sinking or rising or all the joists moving five inches sideways. And you know, and so you can have like fancy floors in your homes. You can't in my home. Like I can't like if I tore up all the carpet and went to put in like new fancy wood floors, they wouldn't be very good because my floor would be wavy and all over the place. Mm. You know, so you have to like take the trouble then to like level all that problem. That's where I am with my bathroom. Like I would like love to put tiles yeah. in it. But the problem is is like I have like a, a three quarter inch drop from the floor to where the bathtub oh was. Gosh. Yeah. So I've got to like make I have to like make and so basically my my bathroom is kind of like broken over a beam. Yeah. And so on either side of it it's drooping. And so I need to like take both Jeez. those sides and build them up again. And so you do that with this stuff called floor level leveler. But it has several stages. You've got to like seal all of your cracks, all of your screw holes. Yeah. Make like a dam around the wall joists because uh, you need a you need to have um like a you need to have a little bit of room for expansion so that it doesn't crack the leveler after it's put in. And and so yeah, it, it's very intimidating because it's like a weird process to have to do. Sure. And so. Like I watched a few videos, and one one they had this stuff called Edge Band or Edge Band. This is called Edge Band because then you can copyright it, uh-huh. and it's it's like this foam strip that you can lay around the edge of the, and you just you just glue it down with construction adhesive, and you can glue it around the the perimeter of your bathroom, and then that will act as your as a dam for the leveler, but also act as a as a um, it's kind of like a buffer between the between the walls and the floors to give you that that room for for expansion. Unfortunately, they don't have it in Canada, you can, and it's really expensive to buy here in Canada. So I'm like, oh, crap. So that kind of slowed me down because I'm like, oh, should I spend $110 for a bunch of foam strips? Like, <laughs> does that make sense at all? Not really. So I'll have to think about something else. And so I'm just kind of like, I'm sort of hemming and hawing right now. Like, I just, like, I know that they just use, like, they'll spray construction foam down, but that looks so awful yeah. to me. And I know it's going to be, like, under tile or behind a bathtub when, when it's all done, said and done. So I just have to get myself geared up for this. So I... I'm going to buy, I'm going to go, I'm going to make a list and I'm going to go tomorrow to Home Depot and I'm going to buy everything that I need. And then it's up to me to like go the next stage, like to, so we'll see. Okay. Well, we're, we're all on your side. Cause yeah. Cause you like, you know, like in a house, why do floors squeak in my house? Yeah. Because all the floors were nailed down and weren't screwed down. And so when you walk on it, when you walk somewhere where the joist isn't, you bend the wood yeah. The wood forces the nail up, and then that causes the squeak. And so forever after, every time you step on that board, it squeaks up and down on the nail. And so, yeah, this is the, the these little things that I've been learning. You can't sneak uh, sneak around in your house. You, I can't. You cannot be a sneaky dragon in your own house. I can't. I know. Well, like I was, we were talking a little while ago about watching late night television, and I would have to sneak downstairs. Yeah. And I knew there was one stair that I couldn't step on because it squeaked. And if I stepped on it, my parents would have heard would have heard it and heard me going downstairs. And so I had to like step over it in the dark of night <laughs> as I like made my way downstairs. And I couldn't turn on the light until I got to the family room and turn on the light, close the door, watch TV. They'll never know. They'll never know. I'm up at eleven thirty. I really want to try this VR game with you at some point. Uh, it uh, takes place in a haunted house. Oh, sounds fun. Yeah, we got to VR here now, so we'll do that ah. the big the big challenge that's coming on our place is changing all the uh, light bulbs that are burned out. We I heard load. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it, it's so uh, just be normal. 
stupid things. You got to <laughs> pop them out, take them out, and all these little plugs and this, that, and the other. Such a pain in the ass. I want to. I want to put some of those in in our bathroom though. Yeah, they're over great. Top of the tub. Except a pain in the ass. Like that's my. That's the. That's the one thing I was thinking about when I was looking at them at the store was I was thinking I want to find the ones that are easiest to change the bulb in. Yeah, well, that's we'll my let rule. you know how these go after we do ours. We're gonna practice on these ones because the ones down here are like kind of just reachable, but the ones in the living room are so high up. That's like okay. I don't want to be. I don't want to be figuring out how it all works. Like you know, when yeah. I'm, you know, that high up. Yeah. Uh, and then the, like all of our bathrooms have different lights as well. Everything's everything's different in here. It's crazy pants. <laughs> it's a it's a wonderful house, but it's crazy pants. It's like so, it's got a whole uh, so, sound system in here that no one knows how to work. <laughs> no one knows how to work it. Is it? This, but it's the same sound system through the house, right? Yeah. That's that's so that's so fascist. Okay. Fine. Well, it's not fascist because it it doesn't work. But I mean, it's like, it's so monocult. Like, it's like one person playing the music in the house. Sure. That's not very fair. Yeah. Everyone should have a choice in their own room. Well, you you can. I'm sure you're allowed to play other things if you wish. Uh, And I think... (laughs) Can you opt out of the speakers? I think, think, like, there's a mix board where, like, you can just, like, put it on various rooms. okay. Or play it outside. Yeah. I mean, there's brilliant ideas in this house. Yeah. That none of them work, <laughs> or they work, but you don't know. The washing machines don't really work well. Oh. Uh, the stove was doing a thing where you turned on one burner and the other one would start start up. <laughs> yeah, everything's everything's going uh, sideways, but it's it's fine. Technology. The important thing is uh, physically, I'm fine. Um, last week on the show, we asked our listeners, mm-hmm. "What's a repair or household reno that went awry?" And they responded by not responding. So. <laughs> What we learned is they don't want to talk about that. Yeah. They went, uh, hey, to hell with you. We're not going to send you any letters. Sure. Except for our friend Louise, who responded to a different thing that we talked about. (laughs) Okay. And that was when I was complaining about the word maths. Yeah. She says, the British youths, youths, geez. Oh, British youth. I am really glad that I don't have to read a lot of letters. What about the youth of Britain? The British use of the word maths rather than math. Doesn't sound as weird to me as much of uh, as their use of the word sport, where we say sports are an important part of Canadian culture. They say sport is an important part of British culture. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. What's neither, wrong with this? Strangely enough, neither bothers me. Yeah, and I disagree with both. <laughs> uh, I know you're only funny, Ian, but the play. Ra- oh, yeah, I went off on Raisin in the Sun. Yeah, Ooh, that was my mistake. <laughs> I know you're only fun in the end, but the play Raisin in the Sun is still mounted regularly. Well, not so much in Canada, but in the U.S. and gets a film or TV adaptation every decade or so, just like Superman. Uh, The title role of Walter Younger, the metaphorical Raisin, struggling to improve life for himself and his family in the face of racial discrimination, has been played... Pardon me for uh, for having a little uh, belch there. Oh, I feel so disrespectful to this play. I'm terribly sorry. I know it's a great play. Um, has been played by many great African-American actors, such as Sidney Poitier, Ozzie Davis, Danny Glover, Denzel Washington, and Sean Combs. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, he famously appeared in a 2004 Broadway revival and a 2008 TV movie bringing awareness of the still-relevant classic to a wider demographic. Hmm. But, of course, they do not bring up their uh, California Raisins in the Sun, which was the reboot of it using the California Raisins in the 1980s. Wow. Very, very offensive. <laughs> When I was a teenager, I thought the violent femme song Blister in the Sun was called Raisin in the Sun. Mm. Because I didn't have the lyrics, and I 
I didn't know what what it, so I just assumed it was referencing that play. And did you think when you heard "Blister in the Sun" by the Violent Femmes, this is going to be on every commercial? No, I mean, <laughs> think how much scorn you got as a teenager for listening to that song from other normal people. And yeah, those jerks. Why did I want to be normal? Yeah, but now it's played in hockey arenas. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I, I got threatened for listening to this song when I was a teenager. Yeah, they always and play now, that. Yeah, go ahead. Wow. Yeah, they always play that song in, in commercials and never, why can't I get just one fuck? Why don't they ever play that song in commercials? <laughs> well, wrong commercials. Yeah. Wrong product. That's for Viagra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you watch the Viagra commercials, that they do use the song in there. You know that, you know the, by the way, it sounds like Crow O'Clock out there. Yeah, it does. Um, the the one drag that HBO doesn't have commercials is oh boy they could have commercials huh they what? could have commercials oh you mean like they could have some... like nudity and just gore and just the swears and just like <laughs> buy some fucking coke the guy opens his mirror it's just a it's just a dick hanging there hi yeah. guy hi guy buy some Pepsi <laughs> what the hell yeah I like a, I like a coke is penis okay no it's not. Penis is Pepsi. What? What's that mean? Is this an ad for pe- Pepsi or anti-Pepsi? I don't know. Mr. Pib. What? That's what I call my genitals. Mr. Pib. Okay. Fine. They called me Mr. Pib. What? Are you doing Sidney Poitier now? This is really bad. This has gone completely off the rails. Um, so in our discussion today, we've talked about uh, uh, problems with Loki. We've talked about Black Widows. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've talked about health. Yep. Uh, we've talked uh, about sour sandwiches. Sure. Um, uh, so we got to have a question of the week. What, what are we? Where are we going with this? Are we going sandwiches, health, movies? Let's go sandwiches. Okay. Main question. Main question. All right. My my main question is. Yeah. What would you put on a sour sandwich to make it work? <laughs> is it okay to eat tuna fish at work? Um, oh, you know what? You do like a tuna fish sandwich with a sour pickle. That would work as a sour sandwich. And lemon. You put lemon in there. So, yeah, mm. I think you may have something there. <laughs> okay. Sour sandwich. What would you put in a sour sandwich? And you don't have to like it, by the way. Yeah. This doesn't have to be a sandwich that you go, mmm, delicious. But if you want to have a nice sour sandwich, what would you what would you uh, put in that? Hmm. Okay. What and, just, what, do you want a sub-question? Oh, definitely, because that one's not a great question. <laughs> I was just going to ask what people's favorite sandwich was. You, you turn it yeah, into yeah, a sour yeah, sandwich. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You want to do a, a coat, sure. like a dual sandwich? Yeah, dual sandwich. Dual sandwich questions? Okay. What's your favorite sandwich? Now, are you counting hamburger as a sandwich? Uh, I want to... No. Let's do it as... Let's do it as bread. Like bread... Like two... Between two slices of bread. Patty melt count? Sure. Okay, patty melt count. I'll do it. I'll, I'll let... I'll let like... Because I would allow a grilled cheese sandwich, so what the heck. All right. Do you have an entry into this yourself? My favorite kind of sandwich? I probably would be um, a, co- a corned beef sandwich or smoked smoke beef sandwich. I am very close. I'm very close on, on the world of Reuben's. I would I would le- I would lean towards Reuben, but but by God, I do love a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Oh, and so I've got to go Philly cheesesteak. You got to go Philly cheesesteak. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. And sure. and lately, I have been very much enjoying chopped cheese. What's chopped cheese? Sorry. Chopped cheese is uh, is uh, like uh, it's ground beef, but it's chopped up. Okay, and it's uh, also got um, it's also got uh, you know uh, cheese in it, and it's in a similar bun to. A, uh, a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Okay, let me, let me okay. Look at what a, a traditional chopped cheese. You get them in bodegas in New York, and they're very popular. I see, I see. Yeah. Never heard of it before. Uh, there is a uh, restaurant in town called Side Hustle okay. that I think you would enjoy. Sure. Uh, that makes a damn good chopped cheese sandwich. <laughs> 
Yeah. Cool. Chopped cheese. Yeah, here we go. It's made on a grill with ground beef, onions, topped by melted cheese, served with lettuce, tomatoes, and condiments on a hero roll. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That's a good sandwich. You know, the other day I had, um, I got some buns because there's no bread at the, at the bakery when I went there. And right. so I just got, bought some sourdough buns. And I almost like them more than just having like bread. I don't know. I guess this a change sure. is as good as a rest. And I've been having sometimes I mostly eat sandwiches at work. That's basically my go-to every day is okay. a sandwich. It's easy to make, and I don't have to think about it. And I like them. And if you know, if you're going to do something different every day, I would I would just get confused after a while. I wouldn't know what to do. Just get paralyzed by by decision. Whereas if I just have the same thing all the time, I don't have to worry about it. So, um, but yeah, I'm kind of contemplating, kind of contemplating doing like buns. Working working your way to buns. Yeah. You know what? That sounds uh, normal. <laughs> finally, finally made it. Finally made finally it. Finally made it to normal. <laughs> Good stuff. People will accept me. Hey, listen. We'd love to know about your uh, your sandwich uh, likes and also your suggestions for sour sandwiches. This is what we do. This is what the show is. Can I it's... ask a sub sub question? Wait, you know what? A sub sub question about sandwiches would be about a sub sandwich. <laughs> okay, is this not, what it it's is? It's not. It's not. All right, go ahead. What's the sub sub sandwich? Uh, this is my sub sub question. Sub sub question was, uh, what's the goofiest thing you did as a kid? Oh, just like uh, goofball. Yeah. Goofball goofums. Yeah. Okay. Oops. Right. I, I'm sending you uh, sandwiches. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Is, goofball goofums. We must what, be over two uh, hours. What, what, did you did you ever dress up and goof oh, off and and go out and and pretend to be? Uh, <laughs> we, I believe, I'm going to say this. Uh, we decided at one point we were going to uh, be a band called uh, Saturday Morning Special. Nice. We were going to be Saturday Morning Special. Love the name. But we all wanted to be uh, the uh, lead guitarist. Uh, but none of us had a guitar. That's a problem. But we did have a box that we could like bang on like a drum. Sure. So we did that. And then we just decided we're just going to have a concert. So we just went around the neighborhood just going, concert. There's a concert in an hour. And so we were all getting ready for the concert. I'm like, we didn't have any songs. <laughs> But we're like, sure, no, it's a concert. We got to come to the concert, big concert. And we got a crowd. <laughs> what, what are we doing? That is goofy. Yeah, we did. Saturday morning special was the name of it. We kind of did something like that when I was a kid. We put on plays, though. We would put on a play. And we would just improvise it. We'd just do like a fairy tale and improvise it because we were too, too uh, lazy to, to practice. What garbage kids would put up with is pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> So that's a sub 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 question. Everyone is some, what something goofy you did as a kid. Okay, and I'm just finding the clip now of Bobcat Goldthwait setting the Tonight Show set on fire. I'll send you that. Uh, if you want to tell us your uh, your goofy childhood things or your sandwich sour sandwich or your favorite sandwich, here's what you do. Why not go to sneakydragon.com? That is where we live. All the episodes are there. Message boards there. Uh, just put it there. That's that's simple. Uh, if you're on Facebook still, why not? Go to Sneaky Dragon on Facebook. You can also post there. If you want to go to Twitter, that's fine. Uh, sneaky underscore dragon. You can you can send us something on Twitter. We'll look at it. In fact, hell, we're even on Tumblr. We're on Tumblr. <laughs> I know. I know. They got rid of all the porn. And we stuck around. And now we're the only thing on Tumblr. We're the <laughs> only thing on Tumblr. Sneakydragon.tumblr.com. That's where we are. Uh, if you like doing email, uh, well, look. I couldn't be simpler. It's sneakyd at sneakydragon.com, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. And those are many, many options for getting in touch with us, and we would love to hear from you. Yeah. David and I are going to go out now. We're going to uh, try and search out uh, some sort of burger, probably. Uh, can we get a chopped cheese? Probably not at this time of night. Yeah. Probably not. We didn't plan ahead. Did not. Uh, you know, uh, probably going with my sister-in-law 
and my wife and uh, my sister-in-law is not doing carbs right now. Uh, also, I, as you know, I'm pescatarian. I'm not going to be having a chopped cheese right now. So I'm not doing that. Uh, that's what we're going. But, you know, we'll find something. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about us, what we're saying. Don't worry about us. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Are Dave? You sh- are you sure? It's the face of a man who's panicking over here. Yeah, Dave. I need some words of reassurance. Okay. I'm really not feeling normal right now. Okay. That that's that that sounds fine. Uh, well, we're going to go. go. We're going to get a burger. We're going to get a Coke. And then if someone brings a penis, we're going to go, no. <laughs> Put that Mr. Pib away. Oh, I don't want to end the show on that. <laughs> Too late. Damn it! episode 502 that means me it's not you all right <laughs> yep Give i was gonna that. say you said 502 that means i was gonna say oh this is gonna be a tricky rhyme <laughs> all righty you let me know uh that means i'll watch a room with a view Oop. we'll sniffing glue <laughs>